You are now listening to an Open Mind Industries production. Welcome to Open Mind Industries Podcast, The Mind Unleashed. Sit back, relax, and unleash your mind. Hey guys, welcome to episode 80. Holy crap, episode 80 has been a long time. As we do this, a few shots of supporters. First one, Lyft, the ride-sharing app. Please use the code TMUP for a family $5 off wherever you may be in the Orlando area. I'm sorry from last week, uh, last hypothesis, I'm sorry. Um, the code has changed, the thing has changed, yada, yada, yada. But I want to apologize for that. Um, but use the code, it just kicks back something in my name. I, I have no idea. Um... Definitely, definitely, uh, you know, use it. I use it all the time. Uh, TMUP, if you're looking to get a few bucks off, it will get bigger. Again, I uh, highly recommend Lyft, though, for my ride sharing. And if I need to go somewhere, it's just quick to, instead of getting a cab. So TMUP, um, use that code, at least $5 off uh, in the Orlando area. Or maybe just punch that code in. Um, if you can, it just tells me, like, hey, you can support it, stuff like that. Well, I want to apologize for that. <laughs> I just want to be very honest and upfront. Um, also, please check out CAS. CAS stands for Cinematic Aerial Services. What Daniel does is professional drone shooting for residential property value, uh, stuff like that. So if you're doing business or home, you're trying to get on the market, or just trying to show it off uh, a property or land or a business trying to show it off for your commercials, he does professional drone shooting. He's offering you guys $170 per property. Uh, use the code OMI. just recommend that we send them to you, and he'll definitely help you guys out. He's going um, overseas pretty soon, so um, he'll have some money stuff there. Check out Danny's name if you want to see some of his professional work. He's amazing. He goes to a lot of uh, countries and stuff like that. And just does really awesome, awesome stuff. Um, so CAS, CinematicRealServices.com. Uh, CAS Flight, sorry. CAS Flight.com. I will link to me down below in the description for you. Also, please check out Weiss Productions. Weiss Productions does professional uh, photography, stuff like that, for weddings, corporate events, stuff like that, for portfolios, headshots, stuff like that. He's offering you guys 20% off when you book your next project with him. Use code OMI or let him know he sent you, and he'll definitely hook you guys up. Also, I want to give a shout out to Strauman Law. Strauman Law is with our USPTO and trademark, um, you know, branding name, stuff like that, getting that taken care of for the next couple of years. Pretty much walk me through every step of the way of how to do it and what the legal process is and what it protects, what it doesn't protect, stuff like that. Highly recommend if you're getting your business off the ground or small businesses, DJ companies, stuff like that. Um, definitely hit them up StrawmanLaw.com. Can't recommend him enough. Really honest to goodness attorney. Very straightforward. No bullshit. Straight to the point. You know, honestly, he really will sit down with you and walk you through every step of the way of trademarking and what what you should do, how you protect your business, stuff like that. Um, so definitely do that, man. It will definitely, definitely help you out. Um, also, check out Angie Connors. If you're trying to get a home in the Orlando or Florida area, she will definitely walk you through every buying step of the way on how to find the correct property, home, 
that works best for you. Sorry for the burp. Um, she was just amazing, man. I can't recommend so. Honestly, goodness, um, agent enough to walk you through and listen to what you need, what your budget is, stuff like that. Work around with the owners and stuff like that to get you what you need. Um, highly, highly recommend her. Can't recommend her enough. She's very honest to goodness and knows her shit. So, you know, she's been in Florida for a long time, born and raised in Florida, and knows her shit. You know, she knows the Florida laws and, and regulations. So if you're trying to get into that kind of market and try to find a home, and you can't find it. If somebody Asian doesn't feel right to you, check out Angie Connors. Links will be down below in the description. Alright, episode easy. Sorry guys, the whatever took, advertisers took so long. Uh, it has been a while, man. I really wanted to record this last week and I've had family in town and stuff like that. And uh, I just, you know, didn't have much really to blurb about. But now I do, and I kind of like to give you guys some quality episodes, just rambling, gambling, stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's been a bit, man. I signed up for the sponsorship stuff with the pod... It's a pod something. I forget. forget. Pod being pod something. Uh, I signed up with them and I uh, got my first sponsorship, but I'm not going to I decline that one because it was all about Valentine's Day and the love. And hey, man, if you talk about, you know, this and this, you know, we'll give you a few bucks back and stuff like that. Um, but I'm waiting for something new to pop up. And this is like the second one. I want to get more on these, so I promise, guys, in the beginning, I will, or this year, I will definitely get back into doing them more evenly and just getting more stuff you guys to talk about. Um, it's just, you know, it's been a weird month. It's just been, you know, finally getting the financials back in order and still owing money and stuff like that. Um, just to try to get them paid back in full each month of what they need for the stuff to happen with credit cards and stuff like that. But you already know that whole term shenangle. So far it's been it's been a good process. They do call daily just to make sure I'm doing okay and stuff like that. Are you okay? You're right. I do need to write them an email from National Debt Relief and say, hey man, like I'm ready to start paying a little bit more weekly, which the goal is like sixty bucks weekly, so I can finally get back on track and start paying what they need. Um you know, put that aside and then pay the monthly fee, pay the monthly bill, monthly bill. That way, you know, all the card, credit card companies and, and bank companies can relax. And, you know, what I learned, yeah, is just, you know, you know, take care of your shit. And uh, I have friends that are more, like I said, more in debt than I am. Sorry about the wipe. If I whack the mic, you know, wearing two mics and a pair of headphones so I can kind of hear what's going on in the room. And you guys aren't fucking ears aren't blowing out. Um, uh, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's been an interesting thing, and they've been really good, honest to goodness, and uh, so far, so far, so good. I uh, will give more updates on the that, and, you know, the months to come, and see how, you know, it's been. They're not really up your ass about what's going on. They know, they know my, my situation and stuff like that, so um, it's been really rough for some people that are, uh, in my situation, that are disability market stuff like that and this is why i go into building shit for 3d printing and stuff like that crutches crutches stuff like that because insurance and stuff like that it's just been rough i even tried writing off my crutches this year for um my insurance uh, and they're like oh that's not enough money that's or that or that doesn't count as this i think uh you need to spend um i'm guessing like 200 300 range for that to finally to count so it's kind of like it kind of woke open my eyes why i keep doing what i'm doing and i'm still looking into now resin printing which um I did like i said did my taxes and uh I'm getting a good chunk back. Uh, not great, but not bad either. So I was like, I was looking at all the money, and I was like, well, I'm getting like from the business like two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars back, which is good. Um, um, like that could go towards more equipment, or it could go towards national debt relief and pay the damn credit cards off. I'll still be broke as fuck, <laughs> but uh, you know, um, what should I do? So I've decided 
to get into resin printing, I'm going to get two Alagoo Mars printers, uh, not very big printers, but they're going to be good for uh, some small parts, like crutches and, and some projects that I, I paid for and stuff like that. And so maybe some um, research, and a lot of research, because I'm looking into UV and looking into uh, some resins that would be flexible. Um, it's funny that um, bring that up because somebody goes, he has the printer too, and he wanted to compare it to the the Form Labs printer, which you know, I've, you guys have already heard my FDM episode, and I'm not even fucking shocked. And I got a dislike from, from Form Labs and stuff like that. But I talked to a lot of people from Frank Bolito, who actually who runs Thing is Thing Array, uh, with Adam Savage and stuff like that. He works alongside with that with Adam, but he runs he runs his own company with his, his business partner and stuff. So they've worked on things like Stranger Things stuff like that. I actually have on Twitter and uh think of uh, sorry twitter and uh, instagram and i've actually talked to him he's actually been a really cool cat like i've actually said hello and i said hi my name is so and so and i, I said hey so he was talking about the the, the not the elegoo the um moai um uh, printer moapoli was really fucking cool um I, I hit them up like many many times when i was trying to get a hold of form labs and i was like i put the buff took a photo of like the sample part from forum and i was like oh yeah maybe they'll help us out and stuff like that maybe they'll you know maybe they do uh they don't they're they're more in for the industrial printers they're more like if you have an established business and you're um you got prototypes in the works or you're iterating parts stuff like that they're more about that you need to be a fortune 500 to have that printer I'm not lying. You really, it's a lot of disposable, you know, stuff. It's not meant for R&D purposes. It's not meant for you to prototype. It's meant for you to prototype your new product iterations on. And that's it. Like, you know, if now if you have 600,000 to drop, you know, well, by all means, drop a fucking, but if you're like a hobbyist or you're somebody who's making parts for your drone or something like that, the form lab is not where to go. It's definitely not. I'm glad the, um, the market now is dropping. I was talking in Moai, actually. I hit him up on Twitter so many times. I said, hey, guys, here's my problem. And, and they finally did. They were somebody so nice. I could, I could find an email. I'll post it. They were so beautiful and so nice. Uh, it should be in my, my, my archives and my email uh, from Open Mind. And they were so fucking beautiful, man. They were lovely. They were great. And I, I, I've never... I even named up Persa, uh, Persa, Joseph Persa. And they were actually beautiful too when they were building their new printer and they weren't really interested yet and they go hey man we're not really interested we do we, we love you we respect you um and they were fucking beautiful too and i love companies that are like hey man this might not be but moai um um Moapoli, they were uh very very lovely they were honest to goodness they were just like hey listen man they read they read the whole email they're like dude we respect you, we love you, we love what you're doing, we love what you're trying to do. That problem is technology. If we would love to help you, we know you're hurting on money, we know this, we know that, you know. And they read through it, and they were very lovely. And if we know you've been trying to get in contact with us, unfortunately, we're not ready to kind of go there yet. We're still growing as a company, too. Here's what we can tell you. And I was like, oh, wow, man. I showed them, like, Pernesco the uh, email, and he was like, dude, that's fucking cool that they actually took their time out to read it and actually explain to you why they're willing to help and why they're not willing to help. But that was some very great, beautiful advice that I needed. Um, because I wanted to get into it so bad. I emailed Longer3D and a few other companies. Um, I know Mars Allegu was fucking sold. I couldn't keep the, the market. Now they can. I've got two on my order list for Amazon. And I am buying two new jam 3D printers for that reason. Because people are like, hey, do you do resin printing? I'm like, no, I don't. But I really would love to get into it for these purposes. Like I said, I'm getting a good chunk back. Like, 
I'm getting like maybe like 1100 back. It was a little bit more, but I had to pay for the, you know, your filing fees and all that stuff like that. So I get like 3200 back. And that's all going into like TurboTax paying them the bank and shit like that. You gotta pay for your tax. You, you pay for the service for them to do it. You gotta pay for your state tax because, um, I live in the state of Florida and you have a business in the state of Florida. So you're registering as a business. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's weird. <laughs> but you gotta do what you gotta do, and you gotta stay legal, and I'm trying to stay as legal as I can. I think the next thing I need to do is LLC, but I keep getting told LLC or shit, so. Um, it's not that expensive, so I need to start getting and take my money aside for the LLC. But everybody I've had as clients have been all good, they've uh, been all wonderful. My, my recent review came back, and like, the guy did the, um, uh, what the hell was it? Um, the, the helmets from, and he, he used to sell his data key. Finally, kept his promise. He wrote me a decent, beautiful review and said I was good. And I worked my ass off to get some done for him. I really, to me, I, quantity over quality, you know, or quality over quantity, sorry. I, I asked Pernesco that a few weeks ago. I said, would you rather have me take my time or rush? And he goes, honestly, if the quality's there, I'd rather have you take your time because I know it's going to be done right. I know you've done all you can to get it to me correctly. Um, and so I think with a lot of these printers, these resin printers, um, they were rushed out so fucking fast, and I know uh, longer 3D was super cool. I talked with, um, I can't forget the guy's name. I spoke with them there. The problem with budget wasn't there, and I said, hey, man, could you guys, like, let me a printer to use for a while, or uh, let me do payments on it, or whatever, like, a few bucks a week, or whatever. I know it's a cheap-ass printer, but can I try it? Stuff like that, and he was like, uh, we, we would love to have you test one, yada yada yada. But our, our the bar language barrier on, on WhatsApp, you know, uh, was so fucking bad that we I kind of had to, like, oh no, this is what I, I really meant through through Amazon, this is what I, I meant to tell you. And I was very open with it. I said, hey man, one, two, three, again, this is what we're doing, this is what I'd like to do. Would you guys be willing to let me test it, get feedback, and stuff like that? Um, and they were very cool about it. They were very lovely, interested, you know. They wanted me to test some other things. And I, no, 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 I can't afford to buy a fucking printer from you guys. Can you loan me one, you know? And uh, he goes, okay, let me know when your, your budget's there. You know, and get in contact with us. And so it was like, no, no, you have to buy it from us. We're, no, we don't lend. And so that's why I was like, oh, all right. So um, let me just kind of back away. I did write them a review on Amazon. I changed it. I was very honest. And I said, hey, man, I've been talking with the company. The good thing that I spotted with a longer 3D, if you, um, if you look for something a little bit cheaper, um, parts are there. Stuff is there. The quality control is there. It looks like um, the reviews have gone up to, I think, 20 to almost 60. So, and the reviews are, you know, four out of five. So, D will have been using the damn printer, obviously. But I, I, gave him a, I gave him a three because I haven't used the printer yet. I talked to customer support. This is what I spotted. I can't lie and say, hey, I played with the printer, I got the printer that I did. No, I don't, no, I, let me play with it first. I still have two other reviews I need to do uh, from Sunlu 3D. Uh, they were very cool to, actually, they weren't. They said, hey, man, like, that's the one I will pay you back. I haven't done that yet. I know they're probably going to keep their word to me, so. Uh, I bought the filament anyway because I have it open right now to test out the, the breakability. It's PLA+. Plus. So I haven't got that done yet. Um, another company, who I will uh pop up on it's this it's this goose that you put on your, your bed and it keeps the print from warping which a lot of companies like um air airwolf was using airwolf i haven't heard of them in a while i don't even know if they're even still around if they got bought out or they just kind of you know jumped down i don't know a lot of companies i've been talking to over the couple years 
two years, they have either disbanded or they've kind of been eaten up by another division. So, um, which is kind of weird. So, <laughs> it's weird to see 3D printing going in that direction. Like, hey, we have all these really, really high-tech printers and they're going to cost you a thousand or three thousand dollars, but yet you're going to get the same shit on either the Robo 3D or you're going to get it on these realities. And, um, I told somebody the other day, I said, I want to get a 3D printer. What do you recommend? They said, honestly, right now, uh, what's your budget? And they said, I don't want to spend that much because I want to get into it, like learn it, one for a hobby, and they want to do RC cars. And, uh, and that's all they do is RC car racing, and they want to learn some stuff. So I said, try these two printers out. They're not overly expensive. Um, and the cool thing is you get to learn, and you could probably learn. So they're a 3D modeler, so they do, um, they do that for a living for engineering, but uh, the printers that they have at school are like $6,000, $7,000, $8,000. The Ultra Makers and stuff like that, which are good if you can afford them, but you're getting the same quality. Um, sadly, if you know how to freaking mod it, you know. And you know how to your slicer and stuff like that. And from a reality, or if you, or you go to Robo. Robo, like I said, the Robo R1s are good for R&D testing. Man. You could fucking mod those things and the beds heat up just beautifully. Uh, I need to get my robot back up and running. I was helping out a gentleman, um, Joe, uh, get his SD card. And I'm still searching on how to fix that fucking problem. Because I've had it quite a few times on other things. And I don't know if it was with the firmware, but I haven't... Robo has been really helpful on it. I don't know why... Uh, he, 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 we talked for quite a bit, and if Joe still listens, say, man, I'm still looking into your problem. I think he's printing from a USB core, which isn't a fucking problem, but the problem with printing from USB, um, which I'm finding, and I, I don't print with USB anymore, which, um, I hated it because you have to keep the damn computer running and you're using all that damn power, and then you, if, if, if the power goes out, or there's a glitch in the, the firmware, or the, the G code, it, it, and then the fucking printer stuff, and you gotta start all over again you can go in and slicer and say okay i want it to start printing here at this level but the problem is there's going to be a little fucking thing and you got to sand all that and clean i've seen people that have actually done that because they work in like prototyping and building and they've used ultra makers and stuff and then they've had issues too if they got a print from tethered but um that's why like reality and, and robo i got the new board for robo um, which I, I, I'm very blown with that. I don't know why Robo didn't put a fucking LCD screen on that damn thing when I bought it. I, mean, I still think it was overpriced when I bought it. And Robo was very nice. They actually were. They tried to give me a discount. I mean, it was like, I can't remember. I think it was like 30, 40% off, something like that. I think it, was, it just paid for the shipping, I think. I think I spent uh, 800 and. Uh, 800 or something on it, and I was like, oh my god, oh shit, <laughs> you know, but uh, they were actually very, very nice, can't hate the team on Robo, can't hate anybody on Robo, they were actually amazing, I do like the R1 a lot, uh, if I do have to buy another printer, it's probably going to be another Creality, one of something larger, the Robo comes in really handy when you're doing um, prototype heating, if you're learning like your TPU, TPE, um, uh, PTG, uh, carbon fiber, that has been a really helpful for uh, closing it, getting it closed down, and getting it kind of ironed out with, with the dual rod and stuff like that, which has been phenomenal, and that's why I kind of use the Robo for my beginning prototyping of, like, the filaments, and I kind of know, okay, this is where the heat it's extruding at, but I'm using a V6 hot end on that. The volcanoes I've heard have been great, but you should really be careful if you're attracting stuff like that. Um, and I can't wait to put some more stuff on the website. I need to start writing out all my fucking findings and giving you guys some great feedback, because this is what I'm all about the problem is i'm not getting paid for most of it but if i do advertising on the site maybe i can get some pennies that'd be great to pay some bills um 
But the Robo, yeah, I highly recommend if you can find them on eBay for like 400 to 5 and they're in decent condition, it's phenomenal. Uh, there's a few upgrades you need to make, but so many videos and novice expert guys come back on, he, he loves using his Robos. Highly recommend Robo. The newer ones, I don't know, man. The touchscreen stuff like that, I don't. The size is what gets me. The size, I mean, nobody's like, what would you recommend for size? I said, honestly, the CR10 Mini or the CR10, just CR10 is fine that's like a beautiful bed size so you can do cosplay parts and helmets stuff like that because most people call me up and they're like hey um can you do a helmet at all can you can you do miniatures and i'm like i can but my quality it's all about my quality um i like to do make sure shit's done correctly and they're like well i know you do this but can you i don't mind giving advice it's, i'm not a knowledge hog if i leave today in this earth i gave knowledge and, uh, and Joe, who I spoke with, and he was super cool, super cool guy. I still got his number. So, like <laughs> I said, if he's listening, and Joe, if you were still do listen to the podcast, or if you're looking up at the videos and stuff like that, uh, man, um, you know, thanks for hitting me up. I'm still trying to find out your issue. There's, I've been finding out a few things, but I think it's all in the damn firmware still. Like, people have said they put their, even in the realities, they put their SD cards and they're not reading. And I said, I don't know if it's a format issue or a shitty SD card. I've had that with, um, sorry, hitting the mic. Um, I've had that with the Creality once, and I had to re-turn it on and let it sit for a minute and then reboot it up. I don't update Flash firmware too much on Merlin or Marlin, uh, because, like, if it's set, and now it's all up to the slicer, it's all up to you setting the printer to the exact specification of each filament. No created is filament, uh, created equal, no filament the way that it's designed or the way it's put on. I've learned that from using a lot of different filaments and trying them and saying, okay, this is what this is what we need for this project, or this is what we need for this project, or this is what we need for this project. This is what I'm going to use for this crutcher. Honestly, I've like taken lists of notes of what filaments to try, um, and it's a friend of mine asked me the other day. He goes, "Hey, guys, how are you doing with the company and everything? Have you, have you, have you got any farther with what you want?" I said, "I said honestly, I'm, I'm working right now. I'm working on. I mean, the back thing that's carrying the crutch. I've worked on that, and I'm still designing." on how I could do that in either in 3D or Flexi uh, TPU filament and just making it smaller for me to carry. Um, that can be used immediately now, but it's like going through metal detectors and stuff like that. How's it going to affect that? I went to NASA with it on and was talking to one of the engineers, astronauts, and somebody from SpaceX. And they go, that's a pretty fucking cool idea. What are the problems? And we, we spoke and I said, keep at it, man. Like, that seems like a really cool... I saw one guy the other day, but it was like it was like strapped onto his backpack, but it was like ropes and stuff. But that seemed like a pain in the ass to like pull it off, take off the crutches and stuff like that. Because he's pushing his wife, but his wife had huge forearm crutches with a new brace behind them and stuff like that. And I was like, that seems a little bit intrusive for somebody who maybe has MS or something like that, or something like me with cerebral palsy. Um, or just using forearm crutches regularly. And I met somebody who has uh, something with their leg, the muscle is deteriorating, but they don't want to be in a wheelchair, but they can walk. But it's, at a slower pace, they have to step and walk, step and walk and walk. But this, me and him were talking the other day. Um, he doesn't know how long it's going to go on for. If it's going to be a, a muscle deficiency or a vitamin, they don't really know. But it's like it's in, it's in that realm of like it's MS, but it could be CP related, neurological. So we were talking about crutches and stuff like that. And he's been trying to find the right pair for himself. So I kind of talked about what I was planning on doing. And he was like, Huh, that's fast. Like, how, many, how far have you gotten? Are you doing research? I said, yeah. I've been calling up a lot of companies on uh, Amazon, stuff like that. But, yeah. So, I've been, like, looking at that stuff. So, those are the printers that I would use. Like, I always R&D filament because I think it's, like, finding the supplier. And there's a lot of suppliers in China. We all know the China flu thing going on, so I don't even know about the fucking supply chain going on over there. Uh, my heart goes out to families that are losing stuff like that. Oh, we were talking about that at work the other day, like cleaning our hands, wearing masks, stuff like that. We work in 
my day job, as you already all know, in the theme park. So um, it's just keeping yourself clean, hands washed, stuff like that. It's just so many people come from different countries, worlds. Everybody's washing their hands, putting latex gloves on or uh, not latex gloves. Uh, just making sure your hands are clean, washing your hands with soap and water. Uh, it's just become a big, 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 big thing. We're trained in DVP training, which is bloodborne pathogens. So we're trained in all that kind of crap to wash our hands and then want, you know, make sure your hands are being washed, not touching your face. Um, unfortunately, you know, it, the company does what it needs to do. It's just, you know, it's just really keeping yourself clean. And, and you know, especially in flu season here in Orlando and the United States, people are just that shit travels back and forth, man. But in the theme parks, you got people who are NyQuil, DayQuil. It's like, I paid all this money to be here, so I'm going <laughs> to take some NyQuil. I'll be okay. And I've seen people come to the park with fucking fevers and just, you know, laying there on the ground and just, oh, I should have stayed at the hotel. Yeah, you should have. If you're not feeling well, but people are like that. I've been down with that company, you know, with the company I work for now, uh, 13 years, and I who knows how long it's going to go for. And you know, we'll see, we'll see. I'm very, very, uh, you know, one day at a time. Hopefully, I can involve more with the company, and then blah, blah. I mean, I feel myself drifting from it a little bit because I'm working more on my own stuff. And I, I, that's what it seems like. I'm feeling like I'm not. I'm, I'm dwelling that way, and I don't know why I'm dwelling more to OMI, but OMI is the baby, and it's always going to be, no matter if I get sued or fired from the company or whatever, you can't be talking about this. Well, you know, I'm not very gentle with the company. The company's been, you know, like I said, the theme park that I work for has been great, good to me and throughout the years. I can't complain. When I look at it, I'm just like, damn, man. Like, what other job can you do this and, 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 and walk away and, and do your other stuff or do school, and you know, and it treats you like a human being, not a fucking number. You know, which is cool. I got people that treat me like a person and not a fucking number. And people ask, they're like, hey, man, like, what are you working People stop me all the time. What are you working on? What's your next project? What's the next podcast going to be? Can I be on the podcast? I have some cool stuff I want to talk about with you. Um, I do this. I talked to two tech dudes to stop me. And they said, oh, we know you do this. And you own this kind of printer. And I'm having issues. Like, like, how do you? And, like, some guy listened, actually, chimed on my YouTube page. The YouTube page. Because... Question. And I said, what's up? Because if we start chatting, my girl's like, he wants to ask you a question about this filament he just bought. So I was hoping to get his purse set up. And I was like, I wanted to get one of those. He's like, yeah, I had some money. And I've been working my butt off. He works, lives in a apartment with his girlfriend. And he likes to make um, miniatures and shit. So we were talking about the, the filaments and the speed. So I gave, I gave him my number. And so I was like, hey, man, yeah, text me if you have a problem. Um, I'll help you the best I can. But I know. He wants to do like TPE. And I'm like, that's cool. Like I've got all the notes I've gotten on TPE. TP, TPG, PTG, sorry, yeah, fucking, just that fucking plastic, other plastic shit. <laughs> I prefer PLA. Uh, I wasn't really a big fan of that until Alan Lincoln over at Able Monkey Studios kind of got me into that. He molds a lot of it on his um, parts, and then he'll pull the cast and then add your, your part. So he's kind of got me on that for model making and stuff like that. So he's been all about that and kind of sent me some stuff to try, and he's like, what do you recommend? Like, what have you been trying? What films have you tried? So I always give him feedback, because I'm not I'm not a fucking knowledge hog, man. I, I don't believe in being a knowledge hog. I think you should share your knowledge. Um, keep some stuff to yourself. If it's something like personally you've been working on and you're not really willing to push it out, um, but don't be a fucking asshole. If somebody needs help, give them, give them love, give them compassion, and tell them like, hey, man, here's where you might want to go with it. Here's the numbers that I've gotten. Slow it here, do it here, do it here, because it's going to help you in the long run to have other people that to bounce shit off of them. You help them, and they're going to help you too. It's not being a fucking dick. That's why I learned how to weld. I learned how to weld. I had a passion for learning to weld a little bit. I don't know much, that much at all about it, but I know my basics on how to start welding, 
how to make, you know, do a grind myself. I know how to start welding with this, or you need to grind this piece of metal down to start welding it because it won't fucking take because this is this and that's that. And here's your oxygen level and here's your fucking gauge level. And I learned all that cool stuff, you know. So it's, it's having a passion to do so, but be honest with yourself and be just genuine. But I'm glad people that, you know, do listen and keep an eye on me and they're like, hey man, like what's going on? Uh, like, have you found new stuff? Like, what's the goal? Like, have you started on new parts? Like, and the thing is, I have started on the crutch, and I've started printing a few things, and the material's right there. It's just getting it ironed in, with the banner, and just getting the design down and starting prototyping with that. So, my goal, like I told my girl, I was like, and she's like, oh, so what are you going to get for your, I told her about the, my refund, she goes, oh, you paid your all the taxes already? I said, yeah. So, I was like, yeah, I could give the rest, be caught up on the, credit card debt or I could you know not be caught be caught up on the monthly payments I gotta make or I can just fucking pay what I can get the tools that I would need so I'm get, also getting like I said the two Elegoos um our resin printers but aren't that big you guys can look those up on YouTube um if you're really curious about them uh they have a couple in stock on Amazon so I'm hoping that I can get them ordered before they fucking go out of stock um before my birthday <laughs> so I can have some cool I gotta get the office redesigned on my side of the office, um, so I can get them, like, in place. But I'm also gonna be getting a, um, laser cutter, finally. I, I've been looking. A friend of ours, uh, Joe, uh, got one. He got, he got, uh, looks like he got two, uh, two Glowforges. And I've been looking at Glowforge for a while, but they're fucking expensive, man. Oof. Done so much research on them, and then Rebel made kind of the same thing with a water cool system, and, um, Alan over at Evil Monkey Studios, uh, I talked to him about laser cutter, and he's he he ended up buying a cheap China one too. But he's been cutting a lot of shit with it too. And he's like, he's like, man, laser cutting is fucking cool, man. I'm like, what can you do with it? And I started looking up all the stuff you can do with it. And then like, I looked at all the stuff I could like, um, put on the prints, 3D print, maybe put some texture on the grips. So, like if I can laser cut them on the grips. Um, yeah, I've thought about a lot of things with the laser cutter. So, and laser cutter could actually make me some side business with the 3D printing that I do. To pay for a lot of the R&D work and pay for like, hey, let's try this, hey, let's try this, let's try this. That way in the future I can have all these notes and just go, let's do this, let's get this into prototype, let's send this over to Shapeways, let's send this over to this company, let's send it over to that company. Let's, you know, let's start getting shit done. Um, yeah, everything takes time. It's just like people don't think about all the fun stuff. The laser cutter, I'm still like thinking. And now I just looked out the window in the office, I'm not in the office of my, my own room because some of the office is being utilized. Uh, by her, my aunt, so <laughs> she's staying with us for a couple more days. Um, sorry, picking something up back in my head. While I was watching the video, like, what the hell is he doing? Um, I, uh, yeah, so I gotta figure out the window situation because the CO2 40k, what they call them, 40k CO2 uh, laser cutters, um, they're decent and shit. But I've been doing a lot of research on the ones on Amazon, and they've gotten some pretty good reviews. You do have to do a lot of kind of upgrades, such as a uh, uh, air blower, uh, air thing. I, and I'm going to be printing one of those, and I got an air thing. And I was like, man, the yellow goose. The yellow goose I had to get. Um, I had to get some resin because they don't come with resin. Then I had them getting an ultrasonic cleaner. I'm going to be all set with that before it even comes. So I don't have to fucking I can just print and go. Um... But I told my girl, I was like, yeah, man, I could either, I could either fucking just give them the money and be caught up on that, on the payments, or I could fucking be still broke and not have what I, what I would like to do, and still be doing some 3D printing, or I can get into fucking laser cutting too, make some engraves, do some engraving work, and, you know, for people that are like, hey, can you do these lights, or can you do this, and I'm like, 
I can make 40, 50 bucks a week off of that. <laughs> cool. I'll pay for the laser cutter and I'll pay for this and I can find more equipment and I can do this and then pay my things all faster. That'd be kind of cool. So yeah, I'd like to do that instead. So I told myself, I was like, yo, man, like you could be broke or be broke. Either way you're broke. <laughs> you know, so I sat there and I was like, you could pay off the credit card, not to worry about that, but you're still paying on something else, and you're still gonna have to wait for another, another 3D printer, or you could fucking get the 3D printer and make money off the 3D printer and you fucking pay your bill. And I'm like, hmm, that sounds better. <laughs> that sounds much, much better. And the laser cutter sounds much, much better getting too, because I could easily plug that up and then learn about that and the programs I gotta use. Unfortunately, like I said, the laser cutter that I'm gonna be getting isn't, uh, it's not a top notch brand, it's not anything like that, it's just uh, like a cheap. Uh, not cheap. It's like a four hundred dollar laser cutter, but it's, it'll it'll do its job. What I've been reading and what I've, all the research, everybody in the grandmother is buying them because for the hobby, they have a hobby hobby shops and the hobby their makerspace because they're easy to use, they're easy to fucking tune, they're easy to you know do your job real fast. And uh, K Whisper, which I've been told, like just when you get the printer or when you get the laser cutter, just fucking toss the software because it's garbage. Toss. They said, "Hold this," and they got the guy. Everybody, I've watched the videos. See this? Yeah, just throw it away. They said they threw it behind your back. Just throw it up because it's bullshit. You want to make sure you get this program. You want to make sure you get this because it's free. Then you want you want to fucking then boom, you're done. From there, you want to do this. You want to do this. You want to make sure your fucking ventilation is good. Then you want to make sure your water bucket is good. You want to make sure your distilled water. So now I, I my girl went out and got me a. I said, "Hey, I'm looking to get a bucket water bucket." She's like, "What for?" And except my girl's a tech girl. She's not an engineer or anything like that. I'm not a fucking engineer by any means. I even went to college for it. Um, my business partner is an engineer. <laughs> but you can learn anything you need to learn. I have 3D printing. I've learned over the time. And I'm teaching fucking engineers how to use them. That's what's fucking weird. A friend of ours is an engineer at work and he's learning how to use it. And he's like, question. I'm like, uh-oh. So he texts me privately. My mom was like, someone's just going to text you. I'm like, oh, hey, man. And he's like, hey, so I never used this before. I ended up buying one for my, he does hobbies. He does like, um, uh, RC planes. And he's like, hey, so question, uh, how the hell do I find this and this? And how, how do I, how do I slice it the correct way? I said, I said, you're, you're a fucking engineer. He goes, electrical engineer. <laughs> I am not an engineer. He said, he's an electrical engineer. <laughs> he's super cool. So I hit him up and he was like, hey, I want to do a propeller. I want to do this. I want to put a cam GoPro camera. I found the model from Thingiverse or whatever. How do I, how do I set it up? Or what would you recommend? Or, um, what's that flexi stuff that you use? So, I hit him up, sent him my stuff, sent him my details, and said, okay, this is what I would use. Uh, drop it here, drop it here. So he bought a little, um, uh, like a little Creality printer. He bought one of the, not the minis, but he bought one of the new um, Enders, which he likes. He's, he's liking He's getting used to it. He's liking it. Um, he's done a couple upgrades of his own electronically, and he's, he's loving it, man. He's, he's off to the races. And so I've been helping him out where I can. He's been printing out every few weeks having fun with it he's like man thanks for all the insight and stuff man he said you're, you're real fun to talk to we're chatting back and forth and he's been really cool to give me insights on, on electronic stuff so it's like i said don't be a knowledge hog fucking if you know it help somebody man get them involved in it and uh mike sore i'm talking to you too whenever you need like i'm here i'm here for you uh mike as one of our terminator people back in the day he um just went out and got a uh snap maker where i've been in chat with i've been talking talks with them for quite a while i wanted to talk with them when they first got on their kickstarter and now they're they're on their version two and i'm so grateful their company's going i got hit uh slapped in the fucking mouth i got slapped in the face a little bit because i i fucking mentioned the moes i'm like oh from snapmaker and moes their snapmaker was like we well, are not affiliated anyway with moes so don't please don't uh mention them we're not we're, please just you know if you could here's who we are here's our here's our shit so 
because the Moose and the Snapmaker were kind of fucking like, if you looked at them, they were both the same fucking thing, but Snap is much, much better again. I apologize. I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't know. And they're like, well, please, next time, please, just before you kind of do some research on us, please. And they're a China company and they're just, you know, doing really well in the States. Um, so I looked at one of those during my tech trip and I was like, maybe you should get a snap maker. And I looked at the bedside, which you can make a lot. The maker space for that is amazing. It's the community over there is growing. It's amazing what you can do in a fucking snap maker. Um, it's amazing because it's got the laser cutter, it's got the new, you can build it bigger or smaller, whatever you need to do, it's going to cost a little bit more money, but the quality is there, man, the quality for snap makers is there, it's got a, a laser engraver, it's got the 3D printer, which I really don't need, <coughs> and it's got the CNC, the little CNC, so you can use your wood and your flax and your keychains and stuff like that, um, which I think is fucking cool, man, if you're an all-in-one maker or something like that, and you want to get in detail, that's what you want to do, I mean, that's fucking amazing, um, the newer one is good, it's really well-priced, really well-built from what I've seen from the quality, never actually got to see one in person, I hit them up last year when we got a bonus from the company, and they were, like, my go-to, like, should I get one, and I was like, maybe I should get, like, a baby printer, maybe I should get a big CR-10, and that was my goal from last year for, for my bonus, and then I was able to kind of, well, the fucking, the, um, the XYZ printer went to, it broke like fucking five, ten times since I've had it. I've had to do so many repairs to it. And I was like, I had fucking lost it in the mail. And from, from FedEx, FedEx dropped it off at the wrong apartment. It wasn't even there. I'm like, fucking God. So yeah, I, I literally, it, it, my 3D printing life has been, been insanity with all that stuff. And, but yeah, um, so Mike got one and I can't recommend Snapmaker enough. Look into them. They're about $7.99, which is well fucking priced for what it is. It's high quality. It's high grid firmware. It's, it's really, they are really taking off into everywhere they can. I put, whenever I'm on Facebook and you guys see it on our open mind Facebook page, I always just push it because they've been really good to me. They were really open. They were lovely. I said, Hey man, I'm looking to get something. And they were really willing to work with me um, on my birthday. They're like, Hey, if you're looking to buy one, we can give you a little something, a little, little something nice if you would like to buy one. I said, Okay, let, let me think about it. And unfortunately, it wasn't for my needs. Um, I needed something a little bigger because I'm thinking about like so the crutches and the CR10 minis build big enough to do that. And I have a lot of clients who are like, can you do a helmet or can you do like a side piece um, thing and then mold it? Um, so a lot of my friends are like asking me for things, certain things like cosplay stuff. I've done a lot of cosplay help for friends who are need to have 3D printers, but they don't know. Either their printers are breaking or they don't know how to do it correctly. And I'll, I'll gladly slice it and send it over to them. So you have this slicer. And they said, no, I don't. So I'll go ahead and slice it for them and say, okay, slow slow it down i'm sorry to tell you this print slow but then slow and you'll be happy and a lot of my friends who 3d print i'm like hey let's do it this way but um i've been glad to give my my info where i can but man it's been a wild wild year it's growing the company's growing uh not where i thought it would be growing but i'm so happy it is and i'm, I'm broke as fuck honestly uh, weekly but it, i'm just happy and i've you should have what it always tell my mom that you should have what it could have did my mom would like to see me she said to me the other day, she's like, I'd like to see you work more from home. I'd like to see you, because, you know, for us traveling back and forth to work, it's been kind of rough on the car, the cars and stuff like that as a family, and now being in the house and stuff like that. And it's just been really rough. My mom was like, I really wish you'd work from home more, and I really wish you'd get more on your business and get, you know, get, get that taken. Um, so I'm working more and getting, getting the 3D printers running more and doing it. But then the repairs come and stuff like that, and yeah. It's been a while here. It's been really, like I said, a little bit depressing, but not overly depressing. It's just been like financially depressing. I'm not depressed mentally. It's just 
you know, threatened of being sued by the credit card companies. Like, hey, we missed a payment. Hey, we're going to sue you. Soon we want the money back. They made their money back more than they have. I've done, I've done all the numbers on their end when I paid an interest. They made their money back fourfolds. And I'm like, y'all are fucking covered. My, my, like I said, I called my business friend who owned real businesses and they're like, they, I can't say real business because I wore real business. They're just more established. Um, and they were like, hey man, like we were in your, your shoes. And then, uh, my one friend, I called him and I said, what am I doing, man? Like, what do you recommend? He said, honestly, dude, just breathe. Breathe. Don't be fucking stupid. Don't cry. Don't go in a corner and sob. Just keep going. Keep going. He's like, dude, he's like, most people don't. The problem is they don't keep going. They don't keep moving forward. They don't, they have an idea. They have a goal. They don't, they don't step forward. They don't, they step forward, but they take a step back. And you can't do that. You have to keep going and you learn taking your nose and you go forward. Like, he's like, so you fucking, so say if you, he was kind of explaining to me, like, about going bankrupt, too. He's like, okay, company goes bankrupt, and then they kind of, you know, and then they just say, oh, that was that. And then he's like, he's like, you know, he's like, you take your time. And when it's, and the first person, one person that keeps telling me that is a lady who I keep working with on her crutch. I keep working on her cane, uh, Jodell, who you guys if you see on the Open Mind Facebook page, you'll see her photo. She's kind of this unspokesman person, because I want to show people, like, this is what I've been working on. Um, she's a sweetheart. She was lovely. Her new grip works better. I want to make it even better for her. Um, a carpal tunnel company's been calling me about that and saying, hey, how's the film working? Uh, Fenders Drives Ninja Flex, they've been more than lovely. I have their R&D department on phone, my phone number and stuff like that, so I can call them. They have been more than beautiful. I can't pay them back more, more than enough, but I, I bought more filament from them, so I've already paid them back by giving me free films to try it. And they have been more than lovely. Their team over there at Fender and Ninja Flex, are, um, they have been... Uh, I don't know what the ninja, whatever they're calling themselves. They have so many different names. People like can call them, but they have been more than beautiful to hit me up and call me back. And I, I'm more than grateful to help for them helping me. But um, yeah, you just kind of got an. He told me he said, you just kind of go forward. You know, see, um, him and his wife were running a flea market, and then that kind of one of their locations kind of fell through. Um, they had a good business plan, but they said it just it just weren't getting enough business and finding things to put in it. And because they did a lot of like maker stuff, and they found a they would do antiques. They they would go to auctions and stuff. But they said it just you said you just kind of have to move forward and you just got to keep going. And if it's what you really want, you know, the world will know you as that. He's like, sure, you can sit there and work a fucking nine to five every day, but are you happy? And I'm like, mm, not really. I'm just fucking. I'm just like, eh. He's like, well, you know, it's like you just kind of kind of go forward. You know, he's like, you just. He's like, what you want to do is like this R&D thing and you want to build these crutches and you want to go build this thing. He's like, and you're kind of moving forward to it. You're going, you're creeping, creeping forward and forward to it. He's like, no, are you happy? I said, yeah, but I'm in fucking debt. He goes, money's money. Money goes in and out fucking every day. He goes, Ollie, he goes, you have a roof over your head, you're paying the bills. Good. He's a credit card, just don't fucking worry about them because they're going to get their money either way. You're still going to keep paying on. He's like, I know people that are in fucking, he's like, I'm still in student loan debt. And he brought that up to me. Student loan debt. He's still fucking paying all the student loans. And, uh, you know, yeah, they were just mentioning that to me. He's like, my wife, you know, my wife went back to school for, for her thing and this and this. <clears throat> Coffee's good. But he said, you know, he's like, you should have, would have, could have, but didn't. You always keep telling yourself that. Okay. You started here, and you wanted to go here, and you wanted to go here. And I said, yeah, what about the people who donated on, on, on GoFundMe? He said, they did it because they wanted to. And I can't thank all of you enough who have donated on GoFundMe for starting it. And you guys started this dream and this goal and this idea, and, and that's just fucking 
This year has been insane. It's fucking growing. It's insane. I was telling my girl that. I said, I have more people texting me daily about, hey, heard you were decent. Heard you were good. Um, somebody mentioned your name. Can you please help me out with this? Or can you please look into this for me? And Charles, I'm sorry. I'll get, I'll get to your work soon. I've got a few projects. And Beth Ann, I'm sorry. I'm going to get to your work soon. It's just been a wild fucking start of the year, man. It just debt stuff and then buying stuff. But, um, yeah, I need to sit down and get a few projects done. Uh, for them, people had said, yeah, well, I'll get some work done, so, and I might have another project coming up, my girlfriend has been, she got on top of one of her co-workers, he wants something for his DJ booth, up to fame, something like that, something to sell at weddings and stuff, so, that might be another project coming up pretty soon, so my girl's like, I thought I'd get a hold of you, because I want you to do it, and I'm like, alright, but I'm not cheap, you know, but, uh, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, you just gotta keep going forward and do what you like, and then, I, I thought about it, and I was like, man, he's not wrong, and I'm not wrong, and, and this is going, but man, the fucking, everybody who donates to GoFundMe, and people putting in just a few bucks, even 20 bucks or something, and the one thing I take from Rob Ray is, Rob, thank you for fucking everything, and, you know, um, fucking everybody, Rob, from Dan and Martha to, you know, Judith, and, you know, Carol, and fucking Colleen, and man, Colleen, everybody who fucking just put their two cents in, or even just pushed it forward, and said, listen, man, I would be more happy for you to start something and then fucking sit there and you not do anything, you know. And Rob told me that. He goes, I do it because I want to. I want to see this thing grow. I want to see this thing move. You know, he's like, you know, I could sit there and the money money comes and goes. You know, I keep telling him the money comes and goes. And you can always make more of it. You can always lose a lot of it. You know, if you're not fucking happy with what you're doing. Sorry, I just picked this fucking skin off my forehead. It's been really dry here. Um. If you're not happy with what you're doing, then what the fuck are you doing? You know, and Rob told me, and, and everybody said, Rob goes, I did it because of you, and you're helping Joe Dell, and that's why I did it, because you're helping people. Joe Dell needed help, and you stopped, and you said, okay, he's, that was worth more to, you know, me than you fucking, you know, thing. And Joe Dell, I did, you know, I do a lot of pro bono for her, because she's like my test on with things, but the company, um, Ninjaflex saw it, and they were like, hey, man, can we, 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 can we put this on our, our case studies? I said, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. You guys were great to me. Just please put my name on it. If you don't mind, they said, absolutely fucking Lily. And they didn't say the F word, but, you know, they said, absolutely. You know, here's our numbers. Here's who you can call. You know, any questions, Ollie, let us know. And I said, man, thank you guys for everything you've done, because it sucks when you send emails out to companies, and they're just like, no, no. We, um, like I said the other day, I got told by a company, don't, again, don't contact them. Please don't contact them. Please just lose in the most politest terms, lose our number. Please don't contact us about this, that matter or whatever. We don't, we don't, we don't work in that field. Sorry, sorry. Good luck to you. You know stuff like that. But please don't contact us about the matter. We are sorry. Blah blah blah. And I was like, all right, you know, it happens. I get more rejection emails than goddamn somebody on Tinder. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, no, I really do. I get emails sent all the time. No, no, no. And I get a lot more non-answered emails, which are, are no's. And I told somebody that the other day. I said, they said, aren't you afraid of just, like, being told no? I said, no, I mean, I'm so used to being told no. And it's not even funny. You just, when the, when the yes happens, I had a, many yeses this year, a lot of yeses. Of, hey, here's an application. Can you start, like, telling us more about it? And, uh, I was like, oh, I can. Uh, and I had to kind of, like, write down, spend an hour and write down our whole entire fucking goal. Boom, 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 boom. And I said, okay, well, can you give us more detail, please? And I went, oh, my God. Uh, and I had to write out more, you know, and I'm just like, okay. And then, you know, slightly the rejection of those happened. Hey, it's not the right fit for our company, but thank you for taking the time and processing it, you know, getting it done for us. Um, 
I got to reapply for, actually, I got to talk with uh, SolidWorks. They were really cool. Um, they wanted to have a chat with me about something, um, about the entrepreneurship program. And they were like, hey, like, what would you use? To I wrote, I did the application for the, I got, I failed because I, I got rejected because I couldn't put verbatim of what we were doing. And I should have wrote out, like, what, like, my plan is, what the goal is, what the idea is, what this is, what this is, what this is, what this is. Because John is certified, certified SolidWorks, so I was like, and I was like, shit, I need to fucking ask John, like, what should I put on it? I really should text John, and be like, what the fuck should I put on this resume so we can get SolidWorks for the year? Because SolidWorks isn't cheap, but apparently if you apply for a um, flight uh, thing, um, they... Twitter, uh, uh, Twitter, there was nothing important. Um, they, uh, if you pay like $40 for the year or $50 for a family plan, then you get SolidWorks student for, for that, that cost. And that's not bad, man. Um, I looked at some, I'm not trying to go illegal. I don't know any means. I hate going illegal and there's only one program on my computer that I have to use illegally because I don't have the money to buy it. And, uh, that is, um, uh, Final Cut Pro. That's the way I edit my videos. That's the only legal program I've got. Everything else I bought and paid for, I've literally wiped all my computers. I mean, I used to do that shit way back in the day, but now I'm very much like I'm business and I'm trying. And I realized, oh my god, I can write this off in a fucking expense. So, you know, which I have. Uh, when, I, when I bought ZBrush Core, you know, I email, even email ZBrush and, and the guy, one of their people were like, I should find that email and post it to you guys. Cause it was funny. He was like, God, I hate when you people ask for fucking free things. We don't, we don't offer discounts. Stop asking. And kind of in that manner. He's like, God, just like you people ask, like people ask for free shit. Reality on even a line like a live day, people ask for free shit all the time. Yes, because like, I, I got told by a company, a legit company that was like, why'd you buy that? We could have, we would have gladly given you some for free to try. And I'm like, Oh, well, I didn't know that. And they said, just ask. Fucking, we say no, we say no. Maybe we can give you a discount code or something. I don't. I don't know. You know, just ask. And this was like a legit 3D printing company. And they're like, "Why didn't you ask?" I was like, "Cause you're not supposed to ask." And you guys usually will say no. And they said we would have gladly sent you a roll. Oh, and the guy, the guy literally like wrote me. He's like, or Nick, and the girl wrote me too. They they run the company and they're like they run the, the huge part of the division. And they're like, just ask and you shall receive. You know. So I was like, I I took that to heart of like, hey, it never hurts to be told fucking no. Uh, Form Labs, I've got plenty of emails with that girl, that lady. I forgot, I even forgot her name. I got her emails in my archive. But yeah, I, I even call emailed her, and I was like, "Would it even be a chance if I even came up with like half the money to like maybe like pay for one or like da 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 da, da come up with half of the money?" And she was like, "Nah, we don't do that." But I, I got to give credit to them because she was like, "If you send us the files, we can cut them up for you, and then kind of give you a, um, an idea of what it would cost you and the material to make them." And make your hand grips or make the crutch tips or whatever you're planning on doing with the crutches. Or if your parts that you want to use for the back thing or your, your, the, this or this or this. And so I gotta give them credit for that. But yeah, they are, they are not, like I said, Form Labs was not built for, uh, they're not meant for hobbyists. I know people that I got, have got Cashola and they've got a fucking big credit line and they can be like buy it and like, but I've talked to Frankie Polito, I've talked to like so many people that own them. And I'm like, hey, how was, how was this, uh, the form labs? And they're like, 
Dave were very honest. Uh, he's he's owned a couple of them. He's like, yeah, man, I've owned two of them for the shop. Sadly, I'll be dropping I'll be dropping out of not working with them because it, he said just the, the repairs and just the supply line of getting the supplies for it was just. This is from Frank Abolito. If you want to look at Frank Abolito, fucking does not deal with Fortnite Labs anymore. He is very 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 honest with Fortnite Labs. He yeah, you can fucking tweet at him all. You look up look up his tweet his tweet shit, man. Go fucking he'll tell you to tell them to go fuck themselves because they were really horrible to him. And he was like he's very honest. Like he's a supply supplier, like, you know. So he, I was like, I tweeted him and I said, "Hey, man, I don't mean to be rude or anything, but can you give me a little bit of insight on the Moai or the Rise?" Or I said, "I don't mean to bother you or anything. I knew, I knew you're fucking busy." And he was sweet. He tweeted me back. He goes, "Yeah, man." He goes, "Like I can't recommend Moai enough, man. They've been great, you know. I can't recommend uh, the Moai or Moapoli printer. I can't." He goes, "Yeah, talk with this company. I talk with this company." I said, "How about the forum? Like I've dealt with them." He, he was like, "Yeah, man." He's like, "I'm sorry that." worked out for you i'm sorry they didn't want to work with you either and he goes man i could have told you that i said oh he goes man keep keep doing what you're doing i said yeah, thank you man appreciate it um but and it really fucking sucks that companies are like that but i mean they're comp- first and foremost they're, they're made they make money they're not there to help you um that's the sad part about companies they're not there to help you or they're there to make their money and fucking that's it they're not there to help you or to help you grow as a company you're not there, you know you're there to make them money you're not there to help them expand their job is to make as much profit as possible it should be the other way around it should be 50 50 because they could be your supplier and then they're yeah, i got a client i can keep fucking making money from this client you know i got a fucking guaranteed client so i'm going to consistently be getting business from them because they need they need the parts that we got and from our suppliers that's how business should work but people don't see it that way that's just me uh, you know, the client should always come first, honestly. I, I always love that Richard Branson thing, you know, he said, take care of your, take care of your employees and I'll take care of your clients. And, you know, that's the one thing businesses forget to do. Um, I don't know where, you know, my, my business practices are going to be talking with my people. And if I, if we do get employees later in life, I mean, I can't wait to, that to come higher. I would love to get cash flow to fucking pay per go. I'd love to put them on part-time to fucking help me build keep the shit going and, but per Nesco, i can't thank him enough for building the logo being part of the website being part of my multimedia really guiding me and helping me as not only as a friend a fucking brother but you know just being there to fucking hold my hand and be like dude i've got you you know and uh, i wish i could pay him fucking millions of dollars but i can't uh you know it's gonna happen and you know <clears throat> although i have a few projects for, from Pernesco that he's he's asked me for so I think that's how we kind of work together. So he's got a few things that he would really like. And he said, hey, uh, something for my husband, David. His husband, David, is a sweetheart. And uh, David has something coming up. Can you do Can you do something for him? And I said, for you, anything. You know, I did something for his sister when his sister passed, unfortunately, you know, very unexpectedly. And the family was very lovely to write me a review and, and say thank you. And, uh, and that's actually Michael. I think it's in Michael's uh, bedroom of his first sister. And he goes, he fucking almost broke my neck when he hugged me at the funeral. Fucking, like, grabbed me so hard and squeezed me out of my, my neck almost fucking popped. And I was like, dude, not so hard. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I love you and I want to thank you. So, I want to thank him and his husband for fucking being amazing. Down the road, Michael has been more fucking closer to me than I've ever been. It's been fucking amazing. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a while. It's been a wild fucking experience where this company is going. And it's been, you know, it's been amazing. And uh, I'm grateful that everybody who's, you know, put their reviews in, honest reviews, you know, your friends of mine. Some people aren't friends of mine. Some people are writing le- legit, re- realistic reviews. But I want to give you guys the best fucking quality possible. I'm very evil about that. And, and Jodell said the same thing to me. She goes, you know, that's something you don't hear every day. 
you know, you don't hear about, you know, that person that, you know, um, it's a, you know, they'd rather get this done, this one, but, but, you know, word of mouth is the biggest thing. Word of, if you tell somebody, hey, man, this guy's good, word of mouth is the biggest fucking advertising you could ever get. Have you seen this guy's work? Talk to him. He'll help you. And I've always, I'm going to, I've learned so much with the company that I work for now in my 13 years there, customer service and being presentable. And honestly, I, I, I don't fucking live this Disneyland fairy tale of a gee golly you giggles now and fucking the white guy you know thing you get no you have to be fucking firm with people and up front with them and if they don't fucking like it so fucking be it you be who you are and I try to be as honest and I say you know hey brother how are you? I always say hey brother how are you I always write realistic emails I try to be professional number one number two be my fucking self be I put a lot of my emails of myself in there you know um because I don't want to be years down the road. Now oh, we found a podcast, or we found this, and we don't like that we're dealing with you when you curse and you say the f word so fucking much, and it's like, oh, well, fuck you, you know. But you got some fucking demons you don't talk about, you know. And I, I, I there's a lot of people in the companies that, that that do that, and they don't want to deal with this, and they, it's this and this and this. I want to be very upfront street and tell you guys what the goal is of the company and the game plan and this. Because later on in life, I don't have to fucking worry about, you know, oh, we know who we're getting. We know who we're talking to. And I want you to know who you're talking to. I want to be upfront with you and, and give you the best quality of the product, the best me I can be, and the best shit I can give. I mean, wouldn't that be fucking something if a company actually was legit with you? There's many that are, and there's many that are fucking sugarcoating you around the bin, and I don't want to be that person. I want to sit down with a client and be like, okay, this is the crutch that we're building for you. This is what we're doing. How does it feel? How does it... Bleh? And my girlfriend said that. She goes, you know, people... I recommend people at work saw you dealing with Jodell, like, in the, in the, you know, the backstage behind the scenes. And they said, man, he really gives a shit. Like, he really gives a shit about how she's feeling. And yes, because I want to make sure it's for her. But Jodell wants to make sure it's good for you guys, too, because she's like, well, you know, in the future, I want you to... If you can do this, you know, I don't want to... I don't want to... She's like, it, it's improved... 100%. 100%. I went, okay. I said, what, what do you hate about it? And she goes, well, if I could do a little more curve underneath and close up. So I used some Velcro on the next one. I, I didn't, did I take photos? Darn, I didn't take photos. I think I, I might have photos to show you guys on Instagram. Um, but I, somebody else said, hey, can I, can I use your kind of idea to make one for my, my cane? I said, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, no, I don't mind just if you could, just, you know, say, say, you got it from here. Just, just kind of give me, give me some respect from it, you know, and I, I would highly appreciate it, and he goes, can I, can I ask where you, this is a dude from um, Australia, he was, or no, not Australia, UK, he was super lovely, and somebody says, hey man, would you mind uh, if you can give me a little advice, I said, sure man, like, this all, all I ask is for credit, when I take a model from Thingiverse or something like that, I respect the model maker, um, and I always give their name, and I always give their shit, because that you need to give them retribution of who did it, you know, never claim it as your own if it's not your own, you know. Um, always give credit where credit is due. It should always be any type of fucking work, you know. You know, I don't give a shit if you're a fucking CEO, which I, I technically am a damn CEO, which is fucking weird to call myself that because I don't feel like a damn CEO. I feel like I like, um, but a lot of companies don't fucking do that, and a lot of people, a lot of makers don't give credit where credit is due. I found a lot of case in point. Uh, I actually found a bottle somebody was stealing that I, I didn't like it, and I. I, I tweeted at somebody else, and I was like, hey, I tweeted at, I think, Joe Telling, and I think somebody, Uncle Jesse, and a few other people that I knew, and I was like, oh my god, dude, like, somebody's stealing the fucking model, he put it on his own, uploaded it on his own, which is okay, but, like, fucking give credit, credit, and don't steal, don't steal credit, don't steal someone else's work and claim it as to be your own, man, be, be, 
be upfront and be honest. I'm sorry about the pure people talking. It's my mom and my aunt talking. The walls and the house is pretty thin, so it's like I gotta get a lot of sound cues. But when I try to do the podcast around certain hours, um, but yeah, be fucking honest, be upfront, you know. But we 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 bad mouth the shit of that guy. I jumped in on it, dude, because I don't feel that's right. You should fucking. And people were like, no, no, I'll make we'll make sure that guy know the guy knows his model was stolen. And the guy was selling them for a few bucks to make for his son. He makes shit for his, his son who is, and that's what pissed me off. The guy's son is going through medical issues who has disability, and he's trying to fucking, he makes these models to pay for the medical bills. So, and everybody was like, I follow this guy because he needs to, instead of running an SD store, he, he does uses the money to, to pay the car bills, to pay the house bills, to pay the medical bills. And I looked into his store, and it's all legit. And I feel fucking bad. As a person with disabilities, you don't fucking take someone's, if someone's hard work and say it's your own. You, you should, you know, I consistently say this. I said, you know, a company is not made from one person. And one person has the idea, and then he puts the right people around them to build that. You know, you're nothing without your fucking team, and your team is nothing without you, you know? And a lot of companies, a lot of venues, places I work for, and the company that I work for, you know, and, and theme, the theme park world, you know, that fucking, that counts as everything. You are only as strong as your team, and your team is, your team is only as strong as around you. And there are some people that I work with now that fucking forget that fucking first and only fucking fact. They think when they fast track through it, they're going to fucking be here. And the problem is they can go down here in a matter of fucking minutes and seconds. And you should always be lovely and you should always be a fucking honest to yourself. And I try to be the realist of me as I can to everybody that I meet. I mean, I, I mean, you can't fucking... I mean, I could talk about my coworkers, man. I don't like your mouth or I don't like that. Fuck you. Fuck you, you fucking snake. What are you fucking hiding? And I always tell people that. I'm like, I'm sorry, but that's just who I am. I don't need to fucking hide behind a fucking phone or I don't need to hide behind this. So if you want to know more about me, go on the fucking podcast. Everything I there, I spill. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's sad when, you know, like I said, somebody of that caliber stole this guy's work and we all jumped on him. And I, I'm a nobody. I'm a one fucking man army right now. John is around, but John's doing his own thing with his, you know, he's working his real day job. And I really haven't gotten involved because there's really nothing for him to really kind of step on. But towards the coming months, I'm going to have to get him back involved and get him up to speed of what I've been working on. And maybe he has a few connections that I don't have. And we can kind of start moving forward to what we need to be doing. Uh, because this was a goal from John and myself. John and me sat in the goddamn hallway and we we're like, let's do it. You know, um, you know, let's do this idea, let's fucking, you know, I told John my, my life story, I was like, man, I was like, the problem is me and John were sitting outside, and I guess I told you guys how the story started, this, this family came rolling up the T2, and the father was like, you could see the stress in his face, and they were make-a-wish, and John almost fucking started crying, bro, because like, I was like, you see that fucking chair right there, that chair is $3,500, and this, and this, and this, and this, and, uh, you know, I was like, you know, it, it, it sucks that you, know, you can't, you know, you're struggling as a family, and you're trying to make insurance payments for your fucking kids, so your kids can just get around, and the kids got so many fucking disabilities, and it just costs so much to get them in the car, and then you gotta do this every day, and you gotta change your lifestyle because you got a disabled child, and yada yada, and I literally made my fucking business partner cry, and I was like, I'm sorry, I made you cry, he's like, no, man, you were very honest and very upfront of how you feel, and what you see, you see the world in a different perspective, and we spoke about that, we fucking actually, we had a business lunch at fucking... <laughs> We saw uh, Godzilla, the first Godzilla that came out. We had a business lunch at, at, at Bubba Gump's, and we sat there, and we talked about the goal and the idea, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this. And uh, it, it, was, it was fucking beautiful, man. We, we decided, okay, let's start a company. And I sat there, and I was like, okay, so what do we do? How do we start it? 
and there became fucking SketchUp, and there became fucking let's get a 3D printer, and, you know, my own money. Now my own debt's my own debt. It's not nothing to do with John or anything like that. It's just, just me building the fucking company. You know, I hate to call myself a CEO. I hate to call myself a by Michael said he goes, dude, basically you're a fucking CEO. Because I hate to say that, but you're making a lot of business decisions to move forward. And he goes, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing to call you. You know, thank God for Pernesco being Pernesco. I was like, hey man, don't feel bad of being yourself. And I said, dude, I feel fucking weird. And he said, don't feel fucking weird. He goes, feel, feel honest, feel upfront. So, you know, I'm glad for John's there if I need him. I can call him whenever I want to and say, hey man, I have an idea. Right? We have this and, uh, and that's that, you know. And where the future is going, I have no idea. You know, and I, I kind of, SolidWorks said something, but um, in, in the rejection email, I wanted to mention to you guys, they said that uh, we don't support, we don't sponsor or support, or no, we don't sponsor, they, they support, they support every company, they're a really cool company, um, they don't, um, we don't work with service companies, like your service, and we kind of would like to have somebody who's an entrepreneur to build a product, to get something out there, and they kind of reverberate on what they, what they were, kind of the qualifications, but we'd like you to build a, a product, we'd like to see you build the product and then talk about it and stuff like that, and that's why I, I failed the application because I, I, I didn't go in and write out what my, my plan was, you know, with the crutch or crutch tips or crutch grips, um, which a lot of people, I have a few machinists that are really cool on Instagram. Uh, Chase, man, hello. Chase is really cool with Barb, uh, Barb Pierce at 3D Pretty Print Y. Check her out. She is one of, probably one of the best TPU or TPE people you could probably chat with. She does sell a lot of with Ninja Flyers. And she has been phenomenal. I haven't met her in person. We've chatted through Twitter and stuff like that. She actually printed uh, hand grips that I made and then sent them back to me. Uh, unfortunately, they're a little too large. For what I have, but I always keep them on the side just in case. I can probably take a drum and cut them off. So, Barb, still to this day, I thank you for making them for me. I, should, I do owe you for making them. I asked you what you wanted, and you said nothing out of this. So, <laughs> thank you so much for doing that. And you were such a sweetheart, and I can't thank you enough. Um, uh, she's super cool. If you guys want to learn about, more about TPU or TPE, she's the person you want. So, Barb. <laughs> and, uh, 3D print NY. She actually lives where I used to live in New York, upstate New York area. Uncle Jesse actually lives up in Rochester, and I hit him up. Unfortunately, he didn't get back. They asked him a couple questions, like, how the hell do I, would I ask for, like, help from printer companies? I know he has a family and stuff like that, so I'm not gonna hate on him for that. I watched a lot of his videos, and he's been very helpful. And I know what it's like. He's got a real job and stuff like that, so. Um, and fuck you, email would have been nice, but. <laughs> yeah, I kid. I kid, but, uh, yeah, so. I, I thought, you know. Um, but yeah, it was cool to, um, you know, get in touch with these people and learn about all this cool shit, and I don't know where it's going, I don't know, I and mean, one day at a time with this company, one day, you know, we'll see where she goes, I do a lot of the 3D printing stuff for that, but like I said, SolidWorks, they were very, very lovely and very interesting, I do have to, I have a meeting with one of their people whenever I want to call them, I just haven't had time to sit down, maybe tomorrow I will talk, and maybe they'll be willing to help me somewhere, to maybe let me learn a program, because I need, I don't know if it's going to run on the um, desktop, and I don't have the money to buy any desktop. I did, but I'm buying more equipment to make more money. <laughs> so I'm buying two printers. I'm buying two uh, LED Mars printers. I'm buying a laser cutter. And yeah, we're gonna go on from there, and I'll keep you guys in the loop on that shit. And I can't wait to. I can't wait to laser cut. I can't wait to get into that stuff because I feel like a lot of my friends are like, "Can you make this?" And they're showing me a file, and they want it cut in plastic, and they want it. Like, I want. It. That'd be cool, and then I can engrave stuff on the 3D prints that I make, like for the crunch. Like, I can start putting model numbers on them instead of, you know, whatever. So there's a lot of possibilities there, and that's why I'm getting the laser cutter. Um, but, 
It's like, it's good to have one than not have one, I guess. Because everybody's like, why don't you have a laser cutter? And I'm like, I don't know, why don't I? I'm just scared to use one. They're like, they're tight. It's like, it's not that hard. Dude. You 3D print. You fucking go into CAD and you make circles and you do this and this and this. That's the same thing you're doing in fucking Vector. And I'm like, oh. 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 <laughs> so, I'm learning it's not that difficult to do laser cut. It's the same thing I'm doing with, with 3D printing. You gotta know how many layers to put down, uh, what the retraction speed needs to be, what the filament speed needs to be, what, turn it down, turn it up, turn it up, you know, hook them up, unhook them, stuff like that. So, I, I, I'm a real idiot when it comes to that. I, I didn't know it was that kind of simple. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, man, it's just been, it's just been a wild ride. I don't, you know, this year has been, this has been 2020, man. It's been really, it's been an awesome year. And, uh, for me thus far, it's been, like I said, money, stress related. Um, you know, so the, the sponsorship thing, I'm going to be kind of looking more into that. And I'm going to give a shout out to you guys real quick. If you are in the Florida area or you have a business in Florida, or you're trying to get stuff promoted, um, Hit me up. Maybe I'll be willing to do a read for you guys. I'm looking to get maybe get a few bucks a month just to do that. I'm willing to start doing some reads. Uh, I'll promise to keep them in the beginning. I don't. I like doing them. The reads. I'm not getting paid for any of the reads that I do. I just do them because it's just the right thing to do. And if uh, you know Daniel makes some money or Weezy makes some money, uh, they, they they said they would give me a few bucks to you know thanks for the advertising. But I do it because it's the right thing to do. You know, I don't make any money from the podcast. I pay for the damn monthly monthly uploads every week, every month uh, through Lipson. Um, you know, so I don't make any money from this shit. I just do it because I love doing it. And honestly, fifteen bucks a month to talk to you guys in front of a camera and a fucking Zoom recorder. Um, you know it. It keeps me fucking sane. It keeps me sane. Um, I'm gonna watch this that I didn't charge. I'm like, why is my watch not lighting up? <laughs> uh, Maddie over at my mini factory, thank you for getting back to me. Uh, happy birthday, happy congratulations on your year, my mini factory. So, Maddie, Maddie over at Josh, my mini factory, a few weeks ago was his birthday. So, I had, I have mine on LinkedIn because I deal with my mini factory. But I have a couple projects I need to get done on there too. So much fucking printing stuff I can do. So, yeah, I need to, I need to get started on all the 3D printing stuff. And, yeah, it's it's going to be a wild ride. So, I think this year is looking up. I think it's looking up, but it's fucking terrifying. Uh, if I can only get caught up on all the damn credit card payments, you know, with with uh, that shit. But all in due time. I'm not I'm not stressing. I don't see any damn gray hairs. It's, it's funny. My one friend's in massive, massive, massive debt in college, and he's got a car loan debt. He's got he's got tons of shit going on. And he's got fucking, he's got his gray hairs are coming in. I'm like, he's like, how are you not stressing out? I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't fucking know. I was like, number one, I don't owe that much debt. I owe like $8,000. I, I think it's a lot, but everybody else is like, that's it? I'm like, yeah, that, that's kind of it. Or like, that's it? I'm like, that's it? They're like, what are you crying about? I'm like, I don't have a grand. I'm like, yeah, that that's not really anything, bud. That's not really anything. That's not really anything, uh, anything there, bud. You, you can, you can do, I'm surprised you're not 20,000, 30,000. I thought you were like 40,000 in debt. It's like, no, I'm not, I'm not that far. I don't have student loans. I don't have a car to pay for, you know, so I just got to fucking pretend business that I'm doing. <laughs> I keep saying pretend business, but it's a fucking real business. Um, yeah, it's, you know, 
one step at a time, and you just go forward and love it. And uh, a lot of podcasts are coming up in the future. Ernesto and me were sitting down the other day, and he goes, "Yeah, man, whenever you're in town, you know, I'll come grab you. We'll go, we'll uh, come over to the house." He goes, "Let me know which one for you to pull out, so we can kind of talk with." I promise everybody, yes, we're going to talk with Ernesto Vance. Thank you for hitting me up. We're going to have a podcast with him soon. Uh, it's it's going to be a fun podcasting here. And the girls, Don Marie, I mean uh, Rachel, all those girls are going to come on in and have a ladies geek. I'm, I'm just going to be the moderator, I guess, and I got so many geeks that maybe um, Alexis want to have her on. Just have some girls on the podcast, some geek, geek to them, because I know what the girls would love to have sit down and kind of control that one, and I would love to have them on to kind of talk with them, but they uh, geek culture for ladies, and, you know, my girl's like, I want to sit down with the girls, and I want you to be there, I want you to talk, and I'm like, oh, okay, I don't know what I'm to So I'll probably put up some stuff on Twitter and see what you guys think, and, but yeah, man, like I said, it's it's nuts, but, but yeah, like I said, uh, with the sponsorship, I kind of rambled off there. I fucking lost track of what I was talking about. Um, but it's a podcast. That's all we do. This. Excuse me. Um, yeah, so if anybody has a local business, stuff like that, if you want to get your stuff out there, I put something on our Facebook page. I kind of wrote something out, like, advertising? Come advertise with us. Why the fuck not? I'm um, going to do maybe like 10 bucks a month. I'll do like uh, as much reads as I can for you. We'll go over that. If you have like a local business and you're trying to get your shit in standard budgets, well, you're not, you're not, uh, you're not fucking blowing your wad and getting people you traffic your way and stuff like that. Um, yeah, there's definitely, I'm looking into new to that. Uh, the pod, pod, Podcorn is the fucking company I'm working with uh, for advertising. They hit me up. It's a new kind of company. They take your feed. Your, your fucking feed, and they look at it, and then they set you up with companies of like you know Nike stuff like that, and then you do you reads for them. I got my first one. I I declined it. They wanted copies of my uh, Spotify. How many how many reads I get? How many fucking viewers I get? The reason why I'm not getting a lot of um, hits is because I'm not doing a lot of podcasts for months. It's my my own fault. I should be doing one a week, like I slam I would be doing, but there's not much to talk about every time. It's it's just I think once I get more into 3D printing stuff this year and stuff like that, I'll have more just shit down my own throat and talk about shit down my own throat yeah you know but uh yeah it's just uh you know getting that all done and uh going from there and yeah so i will never touch a lot of companies that my friends anybody who's doing the fringe festivals they all put a fucking note so i can get you guys more business um you know 10 bucks for the month isn't bad i would actually pay for the downtown podcast podcast only cost me 15 and then you know i'm still i'm still having a hard time getting the website off and going, paying for that this, this year, so I don't even know how I'm going to do that, but I do want to get two printers before I fucking say, I, oh my god, I only got one, why I only got one, only one printer, so my goal is to like, you know, uh, get all that stuff done, <laughs> if the website takes a hit, you know, for a few weeks, to not being up, up live, which nobody really fucking goes on the website that much anyway, because I'm not putting much on them, which I need to put more, uh, you videos up on there. I need to put more stuff on there. I am so behind on even editing the videos that you guys are watching on the podcast. Um, it's just me, man, sitting down. Editing these takes a fucking while. I know why people are paying editors to do them, because it takes a fucking minute to edit them. It's cutting them and putting shit in. And that's why I don't get frisky with these things, because I'm just like, here's the video! <laughs> you know? Um, and the audio has been, you know, fucking weird. It, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see on everything. Sorry. The fingers itching. That's the best way to scratch your finger when you got a soul patch underneath it. And it got shaved for two days. Um, 
But yeah, man, I'm willing to do some sponsorships if anybody's willing to uh, give me the opportunity. Let me let me read for you. I do it for fucking Weezy. So he's, he's like, yeah, I walked in one day. He goes, I see you, man. I see you fucking getting me hits. People were clicking on my, they saw where the traffic was coming from. And it was coming from me. So he was like, I see you. I see you. And I was like, you're welcome. He's like, dude, I see you getting me hits. Thank you. Appreciate that. So I'm very appreciative. I hope that Weezy's on uh, in the future, too. Weezy's getting back into stand-up. Cool cat I work with, one of the actors I work with, and he is so cool to talk with. So I said, hey, man, would you be on the podcast to talk to Anne, one of her makeup artists? She said, absolutely. She thinks she would like to talk about makeup artistry and for the ladies and how to get into the makeup world and how to do that. So it's really cool to talk with her and Shane, our makeup artist, and, and they're very lovely and easy to talk to. Um, I can't wait to sit down with them. And I got Philip, who's a photographer who just got his stuff printed, uh, actually put on Vogue. Uh a magazine and uh I can't figure out. I don't want to fuck the magazine up, but he, I'll I'll fucking post it to Facebook. Uh, I'll put it on the page so you guys can look at it. But yeah, man, he got his one of his photos got put up on a major magazine, so he was, even he was freaking the fuck out. He was like, "Oh my god, I, I submitted it, but I didn't think it would get submitted." And I'm like, "Dude, that's big. That's that's phenomenal." I said, "What's your next thing?" So I said, hey, "So he said, you know what? Maybe you should get on the podcast. Maybe we should talk about your photography and how it all started. And then, you know, you and just get you some plugs. You know, he's like, that would be fun. It's fun to talk to you, and you seem like a cool dude to talk to. So I just love chatting with people, man. I like being me. I don't fucking know who else to be, and you know, but um, yeah, man, been gaming a lot, been playing a lot of Death Stranding." Uh, loving the hell out of that game. That game is kind of really hard to describe. But when that game's on sale, grab it. Don't. Uh, don't think about it. Just grab it. I'm honestly telling you the truth. Don't don't think about it. Just yeah, pick it up. It's it's something that I can't. It's a game that's been overlooked and overlooked in its own way. But the people that are really enjoying it are enjoying it for a reason, and I'm one of them. Dan, because the story has been fucking incredible. Um, it's been unlocking in other areas, and I can see what the Kojima's team is. Kojima team has been working on. They've been fucking outstanding in that net team. Everybody in there in a team, they knocked it out of the park, and it's gotten better and better and better and better. And I just I was like, wow, this fucking game is outstanding. It's got a story. It's got game. It's got life. It's got... And I was going down the damn list of what I liked about it. I was like, it's evolving. People are, are not really here, but they're here in, like, ghost form, and they're putting fucking ladders in, and they're doing this. It's weird to say that people are actually enjoying their own story but making their own things and you're doing their shit and they're doing your shit it's just oh my god it's the this socialism of being with each other but not really interrupting your story you know it is when you get to a damn base and there's a fucking truck park where you gotta jump out and because you got so much packaging and you got like all this gear and you gotta fucking unpack up their truck and your truck got a little battery and thank god somebody put a generator there to help you know charge everybody's trucks or somebody put a uh a thing here to give you a better path, and they've been walking that path, so now you can follow their path to get away from all the fucking BTs. It, it, and you can kill the BTs now with the little handcuff thing. Oh, it's fucking great. Man, the game's been amazing, and then, oh my god, it's been, it's been multibana. It's been great, man. I've had such a great time. Um, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Are you already, oh my god, I'm gonna tell me we've been on. Oh my goodness, I'm trying to just fill up time because I haven't done another podcast. Um, but a lot of this will be really be cuts off. I'll be done the 15, 59 minute mark, which is fine. Uh, so Death Stranding has been amazing. I'm getting new tools. You know, the life of Open Mind is growing. Um, what else has been going on? Oh, shit, I didn't tell you guys about Ali incident. This is Ali incident. 
So uh, living here on the Mount Dora area, which you guys can see on the website, it's also where I'm at. Um, living up here in Mount Dora has been kind of fun. It's been interesting. We live on a uh, 55 volt area, which is kind of, it's cool. Deep more cool. We got like a real over on the side. You have real homes, and over on the side you have real fucking cement homes and people living in actual homes. We just live in a modular, which is fun. Um, we got some good property out here, so it's been good. We're one two one two three open mine street. Uh, um, say? So we get a lot of like wildlife. So like, we're right on the end of the road. We're all our neighbors kind of hate us because we we got a property that they wanted. Because it's like nice secluded. You know, you're not next to everybody. You're kind of secluded. You're like in a back area, which is nice. We have trees and shit. And it's quiet where we're at. You can hear the cars just going off the highway and stuff like that, but it's quiet. And uh, our neighbors kind of hate it because we're like, it was like, oh, I, wa I wanted this property. I've been trying to get this property for years, but I couldn't get it. How the fuck did you get it? And um, we just got it. We just did what we needed to do. Uh, you know, what was all illegal we got red flags and stuff like that but it was already too fucking close so the, the city said all right you know you do what you guys want you know you got and they kind of just approved us to be on the property so now we're approved to be here and stuff like that we have a well system which the water has been certified as good and stuff like that it stinks in the morning when you're fucking i hate the well in the morning if you haven't like ran the water because it smells like um eggs like a little methane but yeah well water well water everybody's like yeah man i got a well it, it, yeah it smells like that you gotta you gotta do this and you gotta do that two of my friends have wells and they, they love that my friends got a fucking natural spring well i hate them i hate them so much john i hate you I hate you your water tastes never good <laughs> yeah him and his wife got a house near the winter garden and they're in a well system, a septic system. And he goes, yeah, man. He goes, yeah, we're tied into a fucking natural spring. I went, huh? Huh? You know? So, yeah, man. Uh, his well, his water, it really tastes amazing. <coughs> I wouldn't dare drink my water. I did the first couple of days. Uh, didn't drink it, but I knew it stunk because I was running in a couple of days. Um, so I went out to go, you know, I came in from inside. You know, I got a glass of water. Like, I always use the fridge, fridge filter. We got a water system with the thing with the ice maker and shit so i always grab that because it smells better and it tastes better because it just filters it takes all the damn impurities out but um, i keep forgetting when i brush my teeth because i use use my water brush my teeth and fucking do the handling because all of the um i keep forgetting where i well water and it tastes like shit in the bathroom you know it smells it tastes it's just hard water it's not like bad water you're not gonna die or anything it's just well water you know but I usually like even now with the the laser cutter I need now now to um <laughs> I need to make sure I uh, I filter the water so I'm, I gotta get the distilled water just for the laser cutter because you don't want the impurities in the damn laser and you don't want the laser to degrade and stuff like that um but we'll talk about that in the future when everything happens and I'll walk you guys through all the steps and all the shit that I've been going through because people enjoy that uh, anyway so uh my aunt's here from new york uh she's from originally schenectady and, and saratoga and stuff like that where i'm from um she lives up in the, like the adirondacks or she's got an apartment and stuff like that she's trying to do rv living so she's trying to do a snowboard thing back and forth so we went out to do some uh i'll tell you the story we went out to do she's like my mom's like you go with her so when you have the day off so you guys can go check out some rvs because you're kind of smart with that shit too because we've gone rving we we used to use a um uh, Janko trailer, we used to pop it, we did a lot of BMXing, a lot of just traveling back and forth, doing fishing and stuff like that, which I miss, I need to go fishing here, and John D., one of my coworkers, has invited me out to do fishing with him and his family, 
all the time. I just don't have time to get, I can't, I don't have a car, so I can't, like, get up, I gotta take a fucking lift, and lift costs, like, 50 to 60 fucking dollars to get into the city area, and then you gotta go this, and then you gotta go here, and that shit can run you about 100 to 130 dollars a day, just to do all that shit, so, yeah, you gotta plan your, plan your vacation, plan your time with people, I guess, you know, and, um, so we, Hopped in, we did some RV hunting. She already had names and numbers, and you know, stuff like that. so we went to a big one called Campers World here, and uh, that was interesting. We went there, and we found one that she liked. We, man, those guys are just there to pressure the fuck out of you. Just like a car dealership. I knew that stuff, but I brought my gun with me anyway because I'm a concealed carrier here in Florida. I have my license. I have my hunter's license. I have my hunter's safety. I have my fucking bow safety. I have the safety. I'm. I've learned it all, guys. So. For the gun people out there, I'm sorry, but I carry a gun for reasons, and I will explain in just a short bit of the story. Um, but I've already, probably already explained the story why I can still carry. Um, so we're going out and about, and we're, you know, I'm wearing my cargo shorts and stuff like that. So we went out and about, looked at a lot of RVs, I asked a lot of questions. My aunt was asking all her questions, she's retired army and stuff like that. And on disability, because she's served her time and her body just can't do it anymore. Um, you know, it is one of those, you, you pay into it, you do your thing, and you know, your body just, you know, your, your age or your, your stuff like that. I was hoping to have her on the podcast, maybe I can have her on maybe, no, because she's got to leave tomorrow morning, so maybe we'll have her on later, uh, and keep Michael off Skype with her from New York, I wanted to sit down with her in the kitchen and do it, but, uh, she's been out and about today, so, um, so we went out and checked all the RVs out, I have to have them so many damn golf carts that day, so we have them about two, three golf carts. So we, um, we've, uh, checked a lot of RVs, and a lot of them were good, a lot of them were old, you know, which wasn't a problem, we just want something that's gonna run and work. So I'm kicking the tires, checking the pumps, checking all the propane stuff, and the first guy did not like that I was doing that by fucking any means. He, he didn't like that I was walking around the trucking trailer, checking the pumps, checking the generator, checking everything. It needed to be checked because those are the things that kind of go. A friend of ours who does a lot of RV living, he told me the same thing. He used to make sure to check the seals, check for any water damage. So I was checking for all that kind of stuff. Uh, and we sat down, and I, she's like, if I get, she does get tongue tied, you know, her medication kind of makes her go woo woo. So she's like, if you can, please speak up for me if I'm getting kind of and slow me down and stuff. So I did, I grabbed her hand and slowed her down and stuff like that. And just sat down with the guy and told him the honest truth of what we were looking for. I said, hey man, here's what we're looking for. Here's the year. Here's kind of what she wants to do. How do we kind of go around that? And, um, you know, he just kind of was like, can I get your credit card stuff? And she's like, her credit is fucking phenomenal. So the credit wasn't a problem. It's just coming with down payment. Now, most people, when you go to car dealerships, they want about the, about the 3000 mark to 7000 mark, uh, which I've learned from my my dad, my dad used to work for Dodge. Uh, he worked for Denoyer Dodge in Mitsubishi up in upstate New York. For those New Yorkers who know where the hell that is on State Street, hey! Uh, you know, it's still there. Um, they have gotten a lot smaller because of the economy and stuff like that. So my dad worked there for eons. Um, so I learned a lot of shit from, you know, the dealers. I learned, I used to sit in there and fucking people would be, these dealers would sit in there and they would make up stories, you know. Oh, guys coming in. Oh my god. Oh, my, my, my wife's guy's not even. I listened to this guy's whole fucking story. I returned to my dad. I, I, my dad, I, I don't want my dad. I said, uh, I said, is he? Is he? I, I didn't know he was married and I didn't know he was having a baby. My dad's like, he ain't fucking married. He ain't having no damn kid. I was like, oh, why did he, why did he tell the guy that? He said, Timothy Thoris, you can get more money. So you can get, you know, you can, you can relate to the customer more. As a fucking salesman, never do that. Never try to relate to the fucking customer. And I try not to relate to anybody when I do 3D printing for them or I talk to them. I talk to them as Ali. Now, I will listen to you. <laughs> and that's one thing I learned. Never try to relate to anyone. 
Now, if you understand what somebody did, yeah, I understand. Because you do. You're fucking in that mood. I always tell people, like, I see somebody that, I understand what you're going through. Because, or do. On a certain level, I do understand. On your level, I might not understand. But we're kind of on the same plane. Um, but I hate when dealers do that. So, anyway, uh, this guy, you know, we did this. And I was walking around the campus world because I think he used the bathroom and stuff. And they pulled my aunt into the second room, which was the manager's room. Does all the loans and he checks all your credit. They wanted to put two hundred down. Oh no, we can give money back to you, but it's just them fucking giving a high pressure sale. Like, hey, we can try to get you this and this and this. Um, and all the campers were okay, but I was really giving her notes. She was like, we would when they would be down doing nothing. My aunt's like, what do you think? And I'm like, I said, verdict. I don't think it's for you, man. I don't think it's for you. I think this is what we need to do. And I said, I said, verdict. I'm the guy who does a lot of R and D work. So I, I do a lot of research and development. Which they're like, well, which, what's your nephew doing? She's like, oh, he works for the same perks, but he also runs his own company. He does uh, 3D printing, and he's working on his own crutches, and he's working on this. And they would look at me going, oh, oh. So this is why he's kind of like looking around, checking things. Well, she's like, not only that, but he's also been camping a lot. He's also done fishing. He uh, fished in New York, lived in New York for 20-something or 21 years, and he's gone fishing, he's gone hunting, he's done all that stuff, so he knows what he would look about. So I was explaining to her, you know, what if you go up to this campsite in New York and it's got all these fucking twists and turns, how are you going to back it out by yourself with the cats, and how are you going to do this? She's like, yeah, I don't need anything big. But I, I didn't enjoy that high-pressure sale, you know, that was kind of fucked up, and I always hate that high-pressure stuff. So if you're a fucking business person, and you're somebody who's a fucking salesman, stop fucking trying to relate to anybody, you piece of shit, you fucking fake little snake. Just be like, oh, yeah, there's fucking number one. Listen, number two, fucking go. Okay, let me show you what I got. Number one, ask the budget. Cool. Never go over the fucking budget. Never lie. Because you will probably get more fucking sale. Somebody coming up to you being honest and going, huh, where are you from? Oh, cool. I really don't know where that is, da, 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 but here's where I'm from, you know? I don't fucking be like, oh yeah, I went to school there. But that's exactly what this guy did. My aunt, even said when we walked out of that place, she felt very pressured. She felt very lied to. She felt very snaky. She's like, did he see what kid? He was like, no, nah, I didn't like him either. But I, I was very honest with him. And I said, brother, you, you did a great job. However, I can see you're fucking trying for this sale. You're in a little fucking cubicle office with the fucking window. And we could see into the manager's room because there's a fucking glass window there. But he was trying to push all these fucking packages because it's a big fucking conglomerate company. And they have so many different dealers and yada, yada, yada. But yeah, we went there and then we, we, we went out to have some lunch. We went to Taco Bell. It was a KFC Taco Bell, which my aunt thought was kind of funny because she was like, you've never seen one of these? I'm like, no, no, I've seen these. I've been in these. But it's not like next to the registers like aren't all in one. It's all like, a, you know, there's one over here and there's one over here. So you can take a left or a right and there's, you know, there's that franchise and then there's seven. But the owner, the owner owns, owns both, he owns a part of both franchises. He bought into both franchises. I said, fuck it, let's do both. <clears throat> Because people were like chicken and they like fucking tacos. Why not? So we sat there and we had lunch. Uh, so if you can hear them arguing, I guess my aunt just took a poop. <laughs> and they're arguing. Um, so anyway, so we have lunch and we go to the thing. And uh, my aunt, you were just chilling. She's checking her, checking her. Still not into the 21st century where she can, you know, check an app and check her money where she's, she's on vacation. Um, so we were like, we talking about that in the first place. I said, let's go, since we're in the area, let's go do this and let's go do this. So we, we drove down, we found another place. Um, it was kind of a mom and pop kind of RV place, but we checked them out too. Got much better experience. Their dog, their pit bull came out and greeted us. It was very lovely. And, um, Jesus Christ, my mom is fucking loud as fuck. Um, I'm watching the peaks here. Um, 
Um, anyway, so I went to the mom and pops and we had some food and stuff. My aunt checked her bill. Everything seemed good. Her card, actually her card got declined to talk about this. This is what I was going to, thank God we had cash, but I was willing to pay for lunch. She wouldn't let me pay for lunch. Um, so apparently the bank, unfortunately, called her number again, second time in Florida with us again. She's lived in Florida for quite a while to herself and then moved back to New York, but originally from New York State. Um, my fucking card got compromised through the bank, not through her using the card, but they caught, they had a breach in the thing and yada, 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 yada. But they caught it and they were like, hey, we, we, we checked the card down on purpose because of this and this and this. So stuff, and I was like, man, this is fucking second time this has happened to you. She's like, yeah, I know, buddy, but she's like, you know, I was like, you need to start, like, fucking, I don't know, checking your stuff, doing this, doing this, doing this. I've been compromised, you know, the Facebook fucking seller thing was fucking my own fault. I got, I went crazy, but he fucked with me, and I found out who he really, I know where he really lives, and so I thought, I even told the bank that, I was like, I did my own FBI fucking thing. I know where the guy lives, I know where he he's, resides, I know where he's at, I know his truck number, I know his ID number. And I got a friend who's a, kind of a black black market fucking hacker. He can get into what everybody wants. And he's kind of the guy I kind of got. And once I got what I wanted, I kind of went to him. And I was like, hey, just in case I need to get a hold of the sheriff's, like, don't tell me you know, where this is, but tell me at least what his name is. He goes, he goes, well, here's how you find that. And I went, hey. But he was a dumbass also. He hacked into an account, account. And I even told Facebook this. I'm like, yo, you fucking hacked like three accounts. And then he works for And then he kept fucking using somebody else's photo and then he the kid thought he was slick but he i caught his name and i got i know about what he where he works for i know about where in florida he resides and i know a few things i shouldn't know but um that all got turned over to chase so they could they could probably you know get him so they were like what's his real number and i was like his real number is this and this is where he resides and this is the company he works for so i gave that all to a legal thing they're like i don't know how you got all this but i'm like i had to because like facebook i told them the truth i was like facebook wasn't fucking helping me and this one wasn't helping me and that one wasn't and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, Facebook won't help you. So their, their fraud department got all my info that I gave them. So hopefully, you know, and the fucked up part that I told Chase when I, when I, I did that, you know, through PayPal and shit, I was like, yeah, cause PayPal wrote me. And they're like, that you're going through your bank. We can't, we can't help you in fiction. I'm like, you guys aren't going to fucking help me anyway. I'd rather have a real fucking company help me. So I'm hoping. And I was like, so I get money back, but he also gets the money too. They're like, oh no, we're going to go after him. Now that we know who he is, we're going to go after him. You know, and hopefully they, it was only like 80 bucks, but god damn. My dumb, my, my dumb ass should have spotted all the photos, and I still got a copy of all the, in, the, in my folder, just for legal reasons of what I need, in case, you know. But, uh, I asked all my friends, I'm like, should I go after that? And my friends were like, yes, yes, you fucking should. There's no way you should get away from this. Like, like that's just fucking grimy as fuck. At least he could have been like, he could have done this, but he, he, he was, he was, he did a quick fucking scam working for fucking FedEx and shit, so. You know, fuck him. <laughs> you know? Um, but anyway, yeah. Paste up friends that are on the black market. <laughs> anyway. So, that's just a fucking side note. This podcast, I guess the podcast is long because I want to build up some fucking, I want to build the hard drive on the end. Um, anyway, we go to the mom and pop place, which is pretty cool. The dog medicine, shit like that. And, uh, my aunt's like, can you speak for me? The guy went and got, he got his Samsung tablet and stuff like that. And he, he goes, so what about, what's going on? What y'all looking for? What's all this? And I'm like, so look for this. She's going to be snowbirding about a 50-50 ratio. Maybe a little longer in New York. Maybe we're here. Here's the, you know, I said, maybe about 50, 60,000 is what we're looking for. Look at that. Something not too old, not too new. Just right. It doesn't need a lot of work. 
So we had on the golf cart. It was like this huge lot. They had a also had a body shop on the property too. They they were building a golf cart of a Mustang. It was pretty fucking cool. So we got to stop and talk to those guys real quick. And there they were. They were super lovely. Um, we we saw two that we liked. We and the guy was fucking street. Was fucking straight up man. Straight up salesman. He just does the job, man. He gets paid when he gets paid. And uh, found a good RV for her. But the problem there was she didn't have the down payment yet. And she was just kind of looking. We made that very clear to everybody that, hey, man, when you go, like I said, when you go to a dealership, make sure, first of all, they're going to relate to you. You know, they're going to relate. They're going to try to relate to you in every fucking way that possible. I try not to. But when I talk to you and I say I understand, it's probably because I fucking do understand. But the first thing I listen to is I listen to what you can afford what you're looking for and I go down that rate we work from there I don't fucking I don't bring you to something new fancy I bring you to something boom 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 and then I give you the options of like this 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 or this could be repaired this is what you should be looking for because you're gonna come back to me you're gonna fucking come back to me you know I thought it was somebody with 3D printing this guy went and ran away from me he was like oh you're gonna charge me too much I said listen man I said you can go to this person or this I gave him like four different companies to go to I went to three different like make it People that run SD stores, I was like, you can talk with them. They're going to charge you double. And sure enough, like a day later, he fucking writes me back. He calls me back. He goes, hey, man. He goes, are you still available to do the price that you, you promised? Like, and I was like, I didn't promise the fucking price. I said, that's what I'm looking about. I said, I would probably recommend this. But yes, I am willing to do around that area. But it might be a little, little but 10 bucks more or 20 bucks more. Is that fine? And he goes, um, yeah, do you think you can do it within a week or two? I said, I'll do it when I can do it. And I'll get it done properly, you know. So, and the guy, he said he came back. I was like, he said you you were pretty honest, and you weren't like you weren't like about to fuck me over, right? And I didn't, I didn't fuck him. I didn't fuck him over. I took care of him, and he's very happy. He goes, all right, thanks, man. Yeah, appreciate you. And then he wrote me back. He was like, yeah, I really, really appreciate you, man. The prince came out amazing, and I'm like, you're welcome, dude. I think that's what's the fucking point. That's the point. Take care of your fucking client. Let's be a fucking dipshit. Try to, try to, you know, get their damn business. Like, sitting there not doing the damn thing is, is not, not the right thing to do. Um, but anyway, yeah, the guy was good. He was good. He's, he's, he's been to the fucking ringer. He obviously wasn't fucking bullshit. That's my aunt was like, what'd you think of him? I was like, he was good. Straight up fucking took us to two of the, one that you liked it, and one that was a little bit more, a little bit more upscale. The guy took, the old man who probably owned it took care of it. It needed, you know, a few things needed to be moved around, but I was feeling the floor. I was feeling the fucking framing because when you're, I've had it RVs over time, they kind of, Four kind of bins and stuff like that. Uh, my aunt and uncle own like two RVs. They've had two RVs. They bought it by another one because they have dogs and shit. So they would know more than I would. They've had maintenance and stuff like that. But uh, you just want to make sure you just you know you check your shit. And honestly, walk around check where all the piping is. It's fucking wheels were clean. The reason why that thing fell through, the guy couldn't get financing, and then we were like, that's what they told us apparently. But uh, my aunt was here, and she's like, we're sitting there at Walmart, and she was like, so today seemed pretty promising, and we took notes, and she was like, what do you think? And I'm like, not bad. Like, not bad, we did what we needed to do, and, but anyway, on to this fucking bear incident, <laughs> so we get home, and we do Walmart stop, we're still talking about mom with the RV, uh, we grab a little uh, dinner, and we sit there at the counter, which I'll see in future podcasts, because we, our island is pretty big, and this um, house, the house isn't overly gigantic, but it's, it's a house, <laughs> it, it does its do, um, um, so we, you know, get home, my aunt starts putting the trash out, I think a day ahead, I don't know why she put it out the night ahead, we gotta start putting our trash out, like, the day, uh, the day, the day, because we have a lot of wildlife and bears and shit, and I really, my mom was telling me, like, a couple days ahead, wait, we good, we good fucking bears, um, the neighbors have been, like, taking the neighbors, you know, the carport and stuff like that, and, uh, so it's looking for shit, so, uh, 
my mom was like, yeah, so just be careful. So my aunt started putting the trash out, and our neighbors, you know, in the golf carts, so they always, like, they come, they go down our road, go down the path, let their dog shit here, and they dead end, and then they just, they, you know, they just, they sit, they don't really walk their dog, they just fucking golf cart their animal. Which is, you know, I, I guess that's the way to do it, I guess. Because you're old and you don't want to walk. That's why you're, I don't know, people are just people. <laughs> Honestly, it would be, I'd actually walk my fucking dog because I'm a person and I'd want to stay in shape. But what do I know? Um, anyway. So, my aunt's out there, and the guy was talking with her, and he's like, you know, he's like, oh, you guys have a lawn guy. Since we moved in, everybody's asked us if we have a fucking lawn person there. They want our lawn to be fucking pristine. You know, my stepdad likes it to get kind of raggedy because like, the, seed, the seedlings on the grass can kind of fall down into the soil, and then, oh, bro, what would you want? Uh, since we even, we didn't even get in here day one, they were bitching about our fucking lawn. Oh, so when are you going to put down some sod? When are you going to do this? When are you going to put in there, you know? irrigation system. Oh, why are you watering your lawn right now? You can't be doing that right now. Blah, 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 blah. We're like, we have our own fucking well, dude. Have you, have you not seen our well? Like, we have a well pump. We're like, oh, oh. So they were really pissed about that, too, because they're on, they're on city water. So they got to fucking watch out for what they they use. Um, they got city water and stuff like that. So we, we wanted city water, honestly, but the company, the city did not want it to extend a feet, a 30-foot um they say it was a 30 feet? Yeah, 30 feet from the road to us. They didn't want us to extend a 30-foot fucking pipe to us. They said, absolutely not. We're not doing that. Which we're like, fuck it. When my parents probably do pass, or later in the future, we might do that. But the well system seems fine right now. It's holding us up. We, we barely use that much water. And it's been fucking fine. The only thing we need to do is we need to get a fucking uh, solar system or a backup generator system to keep that thing pumping when the power goes out so we can have fresh water. Um, that would be perfectly fine. When, you know, when city water, I mean, that shit, you know, doesn't go, but even their pumping system can go, but they have other pumping systems that take over, and now they, you learn how city water works. I used to, I YouTube it one night, <laughs> just for fun. I don't know why. Uh, anyway, so I go down, and he's, you know, my aunt's talking to him, so I just talk, and I take my crutch, I walk down, and I'm, I'm still, you know, carrying my gun, I didn't put it back in the safe or anything. I'm a responsible fucking gun owner, so relax. I have safes, I have biometrics, and all that stuff in my face. Uh, I recommend looking, if you're going to get a biometric one for your kids or for yourself, uh, get a stack on. They're really good. Um, they are biometric, and they take a key. Hide the damn key somewhere so the kids can't get it. They cannot, you can't even pry it open. Legitly, you can't even get a fucking screwdriver or a crowbar in them. They can't pop open. That's one thing I leave my safe out in the open for me to get to immediately, just because I live where wildlife lives. Um, it's my own personal preference. Um... Anyway, so I went down the stairs, you know, went, walked down the driveway, because our driveway's kind of long and stuff like that. You'll see later in YouTube videos, if I do testing and stuff like that with crutches and stuff, you'll see that um, I don't want to have three open mind street. Uh, uh, so you we went out, and, and uh, I'm sitting there, my aunt's, like, talking to the guy. He's like, yeah, no, I want to. So I went to go to that kind of just diffused situation. I was going to talk to him, like, yeah, man, my stepdad does lawn. Don't worry about it. Like, I, I don't really touch the lawn. I'm not, I can, but I don't really. It's a small lawn. You don't got to do much. You just got to edge it, and you got to whatever. Because we don't have the second property yet. We don't have to do that side of it yet. So we've got another another 30, 30 feet. Actually, not 3 feet. This way. Um... And uh, all of a sudden, the fucking dude goes to take off. Okay, man, have a good one. Bye. And we're about to walk back up the driveway to go back into the house. Fucking a black bear pops out. About maybe 40 yards, maybe 45 yards from us. I am not fucking around. And my aunt's like, oh my god, call your mom, call your mom. The guy's like, oh shit, and fucking reverses back to me. So now he's where my mailbox is. And he's kind of on my property because that's where his fucking tires are. He's not on the road, he's on my property. 
you know so i uh my aunt's like oh my god get your fun so i was like go ahead and get her like if you want so i was keeping it on the bear but um it came to my mind like later but i i honestly i reached down and reached for my phone but then again i reached for my pistol too i first thing i did i reached for my pistol pulled it out put it on my side you know and that old man turned to me and he just gave me fucking hell he goes put that away put it away we don't use that here we don't do that here. you keep you put that away he, he looked at me with his dog he's holding his dog on his arm by the way in, in his golf cart and the bear's, you know, out. He was, you know, he's 40 yards. I don't know where the bear's coming this way. I don't know where it's going. I'm not... I trained from hunting experience. I was trained... I did bear hunting. I did turkey hunting and deer hunting. Uh, I've done... I've never been gator hunting, but uh, I did... And we, we did go out one day with gator. Yeah, we did. We didn't do gator hunting. We went up to see the gators and, and the boat and stuff, so... Um, but I've been trained this way. I've been trained to protect myself. Uh, number one, I'm on my fucking property. Number two, I'm, I'm a concealed permit owner. Number three, I have my licenses to carry, and I'm trained in hunting, so I know what the hell I'm doing. Um, but I don't know if the bear's going to come this way. A bear, all it does is take is, it, it can take off. Bears can take the fuck off. When I went deer hunting, man, I was going up to the orchards, man, and there was a bear that probably about 25 yards, not yards from me, took, ran past me, ran past us. I was like, holy shit. My bow wouldn't have taken it out because that bear had a big coat. So I was like, "Shit!" And somebody was like, "If the bear comes, just fucking, just try to fight it off with a stick or something or your crutch." I was like, "For for real?" They're like, "Ali, you're gonna get fucked up." Chance of just roll up into a ball. Like they were showing us this in hunting class. Like when I was doing my bear hunting stuff, they're like, some guy was saying, "Yeah, man." He was like, "You know, good luck." And blah, blah, blah. I went bear hunting three, four, five times. So I, I, we've seen like big bear shit. My friend got like two bears, so I've helped him gut them, and I know how to, I know how they work. But their fucking paws are razor sharp, and even if they're tiny, they're razor sharp. This one was a good about two hundred pound, three hundred pound bear, but I wasn't taking any chances, man. Guy fucking curses me. He tells me didn't curse me out, but he just told me put it away, put it away. Once the bear with the truck, the landscaping truck kind of drove towards where the area where the bear was, it kind of scooted back into the woods. That's when I put my gun away. I, I, you know, I looked out of my pocket, and I opened my little, my little cargo pocket, and I slid it back, and you know, I don't carry a holster because I think they're stupid. Um, it's just, you gotta get the right holsters, and some holsters just do not look good, and they don't feel good when you sit down. If you're concealed carrying, there's ones that you can just slide up, and you can, it would lay with you, but depending on, I wear shorts, I don't wear pants, and I don't wear a shirt. I'm always usually in a tank top. It's just, it's too fucking hot in Florida. You know, it's too hot here to be fucking putting more layers on. Right now you can, because it's, you know, you know, it's kind of chilly. Uh, we put our hoodie on yesterday because the weather was kind of, and my fans are right now just to make noise so you guys don't hear them. Good, good. I think they're doing laundry too, so that's going on. Um, so I put it back in my pocket, and he literally had a conniption fit. My mom comes out, and the bear probably pop. She goes, take a photo, take it. And he fucking told her, you know, you shouldn't be doing that here. You can't be doing that here, yada, yada, yada. I looked at my state laws. I looked at my, my laws, and there's nothing saying I can't. Um, I also looked at Florida Wildlife and Game. Checked out their regulations. The regulations kind of say the same. Protect yourself. Fucking protect yourself. Um, I live out in, not the boonies, but there's houses over this way and houses over that way. If the bear did come my way, I would have fired some of my friends. Were like, you can't be, everybody was like, you gotta be careful, man. I'm like, I'm on my fucking property. Yeah, he's on my property. Like, I'm on my driveway. And that bear was 45 to 40 yards from me. So, I don't know if he's gonna come 30 yards or 20 yards. I'm not giving him a chance to come near me, me or that guy. That was my dog in my head. He's got a dog. He's got a dog. I got my body. Like, 
And the guy was like, I, I, he's like, I could have taken off. He was like, well, he, he could take off on the golf cart and go that way. I was like, yeah, but he, he didn't move, man. He was pretty. And then um, he, our other neighbor comes up behind him in his golf cart. And my mom plays with their dog. And he's like, he, the fucking guy immediately turns around and tells him, can you believe he pulled this gun? I said, listen, guys, I have my permit. I'm registered in the state of Florida. I'm registered with the sheriff's office, all this shit. I have my fingerprints taken with the FBI. And clean and clear. There's nothing, you know. My mom walks in a minute later and she just tells me, she goes, Ali, hold on. And then uh, we talk about, you know, we don't know the neighbors and stuff and all this shit. And, you know, she goes, Ali, if it was coming towards you, yeah, but make sure next time it comes towards you. Don't fucking just pull it and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I learned some lessons. I emailed a few friends, texted a few of my friends that are more regulated in laws, you know, their, their homeland security and shit. They have, John's former homeland, stuff like that. So he, even he was like, hey, man. He's like, you're fine. Don't worry about it. You're, you're fucking good. He goes, um, it is what it is, and you, you do what you need to do. Uh, next day, you know, um, I wasn't here. My mom said the guy came back, and he said, hey, you know, you don't want to apologize to your son. You know, he shouldn't, have, he shouldn't have pulled his gun, but I know why he did. I'm a former sheriff. My mom's like, yeah, we know. I mean, I know who you are. So my mom's like, yeah, they're for, a lot of these guys are former sheriff, former cops, and, you know, they kind of know the law, too, but you should have been... More, I'm like, you know what? He pulled this fucking, he pulled this dog back. I wasn't. My mom's like, I know what you were trying to do, you know. But next time, make sure it's fucking running at you. I was like, I wasn't gonna give it a fucking chance to, you know. You don't fucking let an animal charge you. Fuck, fuck no, fuck that. Oh, let it charge, charge me. I'm more fucking gonna be doing, trying to do fucking freak out. I'd rather have had the fucking chance to stop it from fucking coming at me. At least fucking scare it away. So that's how my th- my mind thinks, and that's how I was trained. You know, try to scare it away from you first. You know. Shoot, shoot a bullet in the air somewhere, but I was checking. I like I knew the areas where I can't, so I would fire it back, back behind me because it would give the sound, but it would also give the vibration, you know, and that would scare some animals away from you. Um, you don't want to fire it in a residential area because bullets gonna drop to trajectory. See, these are things I fucking know, people. I'm not stupid, because <laughs> I know I actually Google mapped and fucking actually see, I actually saw a live feed of where we are in the area. What, where I should not. Over here, there's no fucking behind me. There's no property. There's, I've got about. Fucking about a good hundred, probably about forty, about forty acres of fucking private, nothing there. There's a fucking water plant behind us, way back, way back, and there's a fucking lake and stuff like that. Over this way, there's fucking homes. You don't want to shoot that way, and you don't want to shoot this way because there's homes there also. So I knew where to fucking fire if I needed to put a bullet in the air and just let it fucking trajectory drop, and you know it would break in anyway like that if it's a hollow point. So yeah. I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> so my goal, you know, but I would never let a fucking animal charge me. And it's like, you can. I've seen people like, I'll let it charge you. Let, 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 the, let the animal charge you. It's like, charge me. I ain't trying to fucking get near it. So, yeah, that story. So I'm all good. Everything was, legal, you know, illegal and legal. But everybody's like, next time, make sure it's coming at you. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't play that game. I don't let something get like about... 10 yards from me, so uh, he was 40, I'd rather have him go 50 or 70 yards away from me, but yeah, apparently the next day, I got up, and I said, uh, hey, Ma, did you guys, um, did you guys move the trash cans out there, or fuck around, have a party out in the fucking shed, and they went, no, and the trash can was pulled open, the lid was pulled open, we had the swivel ones that they pick with the machine, and, uh, and the bear must have pulled the bag out, and at least he put it by the shed and fucking tore it up and tore it open there. So we had, my mom had to clean all that up with fucking milk cartons and stuff. And he didn't get in the recycling because we forgot the bungee cords. And now my friend told me, he goes, y'all need to get a barricade or something so the animals don't get in that shit. I said, yeah. 
apparently in Wisconsin and stuff, they have that more. But my friends, even my friends, all my friends are like, hey man, be careful out there, man. Don't fucking. And the reason why I can still carry out and where I'm at is we have a lot of snakes and stuff. Uh, we had uh, some black, black king snake, cream coral snakes, and uh, black. My stepdad got here like first day and fucking there was a snake. Literally, he said, look in the drive, look in the driveway. There was a fucking snake chopped up with a shovel because the neighbor was coming up. My stepdad was in the car- carport talking to Sun Pass, one of the things he could pay, pay to update the bill so we can have more. Um, uh, so we can do tolls the to tolls more, you know, um, to put more money in the account. And um, he goes, man, look at the snake. And I thought, holy shit. He goes, do you see the colors? Uh, red touches yellow. Kills the fellow. Oh, fuck. So we don't know. I don't, I haven't touched the second property yet because I don't know. Um, I don't know where, you know, stuff is. I don't know, like, where the snake nests are. I don't know if there's rattlesnakes. I, I know there's fucking turkeys and shit. The first week I was here, we had a fox, a black fox, cool thing. Behind my mom's car, I was getting coffee in the morning. I was looking at the front window. I was like, oh, well, technically the back of the house. The front of the house is actually over here. <laughs> the, the house has been reversed. It's been flipped around. We wanted to do that on purpose. So my mom was like, you want to walk through the, the back house so it's cleaner. And then the front of the house has the porch and stuff like that, which makes sense, I guess. Our neighbors, when they first came to visit, and our, all of our neighbors stopped with the golf carts. Everybody's coming over to say hi and stuff. Um, um, uh, they didn't get it, but when they finally walked in with their dogs and their puppies, and stuff, they all kind of got it. They're like, oh, it makes sense. It makes sense. But the neighbors said the neighbors hated us because we had the property and they really wanted the property very bad. Um, anyway. But yeah, it's, you know, so the bear thing and stuff like that. That, that was probably the best joy of our month here in, in 20. Uh, and uh, tomorrow will be almost February, so almost a couple of days to my birthday. I've got about two weeks to my birthday, my 34th. And uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been an interesting rocking ride, man. But yeah, I talked to my friends like, man, be careful out there. I carry my friend told me I need to carry a snake shot, and really keep should keep a couple of snake shots in the magazine. It should be snake shot, snake shot, and then hollow point, hollow point. First fucking hollow point, like Dave Chappelle's of, got to pepper him, <laughs> and then you got to buckshot, buckshot. <laughs> uh, anyway. Oh my god, I gotta pee. Hold oh, my pee. I wanna pause real quick. I wanna talk about the card. I wanna talk about the card. Um, anyway. Actually, I'll probably do that. I'll pee. Because we're almost, almost two hours in. Oh my goodness. Um, anyway. Can I hold it? I don't think I can hold it. Let's pause. Pausing. Okay, it's recording again. Alright. Oh my god, I'm gonna put a P intermission on this one. <laughs> Alright, uh, yeah, I had to pee. So, P intermission. Alright, okay. How many people are still, like, if you're still listening, it's holy shit. Um, but I'm back. <laughs> for those people on the podcast audio version, it was just a fucking pause for me uh, on the video when I gotta play, edit that or put a P intermission on it because I could. You can't stop, um, you can only stop um, uh, quick time, like in the quarter. You can't um, pause it. Uh, anyway, on the Picard. Uh, for those of you guys, spoilers, 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 spoilers. spoilers. Uh, apparently, there's going to be a season two. He already announced that he was on um, the View. Patrick Stewart was on the review, the View, and he said uh, it was talking with Wolfie, and he said we would like to have you. For season two, would you accept? We're giving you an invitation. And she started crying and said, yeah, I would absolutely uh, love to be on. So 
I think that's fucking awesome. Um, I just saw episode two today, so we're going to kind of get the spoilers. Um, I had to watch uh, the, uh, the episode one one more time, and I'm probably going to watch episode two one more time, because there's a lot there that I'm missing. Uh, so spoilers ahead. Uh, spoilers. One, two, three. Spoilers. <laughs> Oh, I'm not stopping. Um, so definitely, definitely, uh, I recommend um, getting CBS, uh, not on demand. I see CBS All Access. Uh, there's Discovery, which is fucking really, really good. I think I'd like it as much as I do, but really enjoying that. Um, so Pernesco, thank you for uh, you know making me get into that. Uh, I really would recommend that. And also, I got a code um, from the internet. I went around. And I just typed in uh, CBS All Access discount code promo code and it pops up like all these websites and you can click on one and there's usually i don't know the exact website i used but people were clicking and said hey let's close the code valid i think it was like stream now free stream now and that was the code so you punched that in it gave me a month of cbs uh access for free to try instead of the seven day trial which which sucks because Picard is doing the same thing that Disney Plus is doing, which is not bad, not wrong at all. It's releasing one a week, so every Thursday it's releasing. Um, it's just to keep you to fucking keep buying into it. Um, I gave my code to my parents, and they've had Disney Plus now, so we have all the whole, well, my stepdad won't use um, ESPN to watch hockey and stuff like that, so that's why he has it, and we have you know, Hulu and Disney and all that shit like that, so we have so many goddamn plans that, uh, you know, and we have cable actual cable from xfinity um so it's just so much stuff that you even, even take in and netflix and you're just like there's so much to watch you're just like i remember back then it was like you fucking had a few channels but now you have fucking everything on demand now so it's like on your fingertips which is cool because like now you can watch it on your time to catch up on something or find new stuff you've never thought you liked um so it's pretty cool i mean it's for those i'm sorry about all the that was a cable rubbing against the damn uh, microphone. Sorry. Sorry. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, so Picard started. Man. I fucking didn't. I wasn't balling, but I was fucking teary eyed because it was just beautiful the way it's cinematography done. And just the old thing. Everything was brought back. You know, him doing this and this and, and you know the enterprise and, and just starfleet in general like what the fuck has been going on with starfleet all that kind of answered you know uh they were dealing with romulans and, and doing this and he's retired on his vineyard in france you know uh chateau bacard which is fucking cool it opens to that it's beautiful he's like what's he doing in retirement like what's it like so it opens to a sequence with him and data uh, playing cards, and, you know, you're like, holy shit, like, there's Brent Spiner reprising his fucking role, you know, and, um, he had, unfortunately, wakes up to him having a nightmare, you know, they're playing cards, and he's sipping Earl Grey, and, you know, would you like some more tea, and stuff like that, and you're just fucking really chill, and he's like, ah, you, you have a tell, you have a tell, just Picard being Picard, you know, and just fucking Patrick Stewart being Patrick, putting life into the character that he's played for decades, you know, uh, and you know, they're playing cards, and he's ah, oh, you would tell, and he's like, I, I know I'm telling he's like, ah, but you, yes, you do, and this, this, and this. That was fucking beautiful, man. From there, he, um, why are you stalling? Why are you getting another cup of milk, sugar? You know, he's like, why are you stalling? He's like, because I don't want this to end, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't want the game to end. I'm having fun. 
Um, you know, I'm enjoying my life. I'm enjoying this this moment. I want to enjoy more of it. Um, and he turns and they see Mars, and Mars is you know fucking being blown up and fucking dismantled, and, and there's a huge you know fight down below on Mars, and apparently all the synthetics such as Data rebelled, and boom, it causes this fucking huge rebellion, and uh, second episode kind of gets more into that, you kind of see what the fuck happens, there's a clue, spoilers, spoilers, and theory, I think it could be Laura, the Data's brother, maybe, because it gives a hint into the android's eye when it gets a code, because Lord is able to, for Dr. Soon, uh, who's now dead, who was played by Brent Spiner. Um, and TNG, who's passed away, but you know, soon, you know, soon, keep forgetting the part to pronounce it. He brought all these nerds out there and be like, You have to can't pronounce it. Soon gave him the code, you know, who built because data could be taken over by Soon's code, um, which was in TNG when he takes over the Enterprise and they go there and he's like, he's locked on the whole ship and then certain areas of ships and then Enterprise. And then he, um, and then, uh, uh, you know, they find out that he has a brother called Lord, and, you know, and I, I called you both here, you know, and uh, father, and this, and this, and this, and you, you know, and can I say something that's my theory, as it could be David's brother, his brother, uh, because you always need two, and he's announced that in TNG, you need two, not one, to make a perfect android, and, you know, they say it here in the beginning of the episode, the first episode. You see Picard Day and stuff like that because he meets the girl, and the girl's an android could be Data's daughter. And I don't want to know. I don't know why I forgot her name already. But holy fucking shit, does the episode just get better and better and better as it goes? And he's fucking. You can see Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart in real life isn't in bad health. He's actually really good making running people. But they made it. <laughs> They made him feel like old and retired, which he should feel. He should be loving a genuine life, you know. But he sits there and he does an interview, and he's got two Romulan friends that he's helped and become part of his friends and his companions, his home, and the chateau. You know, who are kind of his caretakers. They kind of take care of him, and they're friends with him, which is kind of cool. I think that was beautiful. <coughs> and he's got a fucking awesome pit bull dog. Uh, <laughs> I just still number one. Uh, so fucking cool. I actually got a 3D print that they did, and I think it's on Instagram. Uh, I took donations when they released the fucking trailer, or the poster photo, I did that, and I turned that into a flip to fame. And, ah, uh, man, it was so fucking cool. And, um, uh, he does the interview, and of course the interviewer fucking goes into detail of, like, oh, you know, this happened, and that happened, and what happened? And he goes, I left Starfleet, because Starfleet wasn't Starfleet the way I remember it. It wasn't, it, it's supposed to be this, this thing that's supposed to be loving and caring people and they go Starfleet's turning into shit it's turning into the reason why I left Starfleet is because of this and they didn't care anymore and I told them they needed to still in life's evolving and you guys aren't fucking listening to me you have your own agenda and you're not doing the agenda you should be doing this was never Starfleet's idea or ideals this is why I left and um, you know the girl meets up with them and come to find out it's Data's daughter you know you know he finally well, finds that out through going through this thing and Dana Ditto photo back on the Enterprise and you gifted it to Picard and then it was put into one of was put into Picard's locker. And he goes, Does anybody have access to this, this painting? And he, he said, Anybody has access to my locker? And the, the um, AI who was like a kind of a holographic person goes, Checking. No. Nobody has access to this. So he's learning about her and da da da, da and her boyfriend was killed and uh, 
I'm fucking paraphrasing that, but that's because of what I kind of, kind of just speeding through. Um, and this podcast has been long enough. But anyway, man. You know, so he finds out, and they go fucking, she runs with him, and they fucking shootout happens. But the pacing of the show is like, it's only like 40-something minutes with no commercials. Which is like, is there commercials? I think there's commercials. But. Uh, what the hell did Shane say that I want to mention? Shane said, oh, Shane said, Shane, the makeup artist I was talking about, he said he he kind of got a little selfish with the show because he feels like, he's like, I'm being selfish because I want more of it on all in one sitting, and yet I can't have that, I have to wait for it, which he likes, and he always, like I said, he's being selfish. Because he would love to sit down and watch all of them because it's just so damn good. Which I don't blame him. I think I felt the same way because you feel the pacing of the show and you feel like, oh my god, it's getting good and good and good and good and good. And then, uh, it's like, uh, you gotta wait till fucking Thursday again. Uh, my girlfriend did the same thing because I gave her my access to my account and she said she felt the same way. She felt like she wanted more of it, which was good. Um, it does give you a little sneak peek to the next episode, but you don't, you know, hey. And as what it is, till next Thursday, a new episode will pop out that we shall see together. But the new one came out, and you learn more about them being in a fucking board ship. And um, her sister, her twin sister, you find out, is working on a Romulan ship and running a board kind of program. And uh, they're learning about the board and, and they, you know, the ship and stuff like that. So I think there's going to be a lot of boards involved, which I am fucking super stoked for. Picard's trying to get a ship to his fucking. Find out more about her sister and what Data's plan was, if there was a plan, and find the uh, professor or doctor, whoever's been working in the AI system, because he misses his fucking friend, and he talks more about Data and why he's really curious about this program, and yada yada. And I'm just I'm kind of paraphrasing with you, you know. Um, and then you find out from the newer episode that fucking, uh, yeah, Starfleet's been has, has spies in it, and Picard knows this now. He knows that there's some fucking moles inside of, uh, um, of, uh, you know, of Starfleet. He knows this because she told him. There's, she said there's fucking Romulan spies inside trying to insert a new system, new order. Uh, and they've, they're, 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 yeah, they work for Starfleet, you know? So, yeah. And you find out for real that this is really fucking happening, you know? So they're trying to find the android father too, the person that's making these androids, and she's like, he's not. T- she's not telling you anything. Is you find this out? Brother and sister working in Starfleet, so they're both fucking spies with with the Commodore. So they're working with Commodore, the Commodore, and uh, yeah, it's 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 been a fucking wild man. It yeah it it had me at hello, and the Picard is uh, trying to get a ship and yada yada. So he's probably gonna get a ship soon. They kind of mentioned it to the into the next episode. We'll preview into the next episode. That looks fucking awesome. Man, just the way he carries himself, and just the things you know about Patrick Stewart as an actor when he first started shooting TNG, and then where he got kind of relaxed and he kind of yelled at Jonathan Franks, and, uh, you know, this is uh, we should be fucking serious, and they're like, oh why? We're fucking having fun. They were laughing and giggling on set when TNG was shooting a lot, and Patrick, and Patrick had a stick up his ass, and later he got more. More um, fun with it, more fun with it, more fun with it. And this is the Patrick story we know now. And it's just this really cool all rounded cat. As Patrick even said, he was like, Yeah, man, maybe because I fucking snapped everybody one day for laughing and giggling and messing up takes. And he goes, You know, you try to be professional. And then, you know, in the second season, he got more relaxed with it, more fun with it. And he developed a card, a card we all know and love. Um, you find out in the second episode, though, he does have something 
and all this going on, which Shane kind of mentioned too, because Picard may be dying. We don't know. Season two's coming out. We don't know if he's going to live or die. We don't know. This. I don't kind of want to know. I kind of, I hope that he's going to live on for the second season. We kind of want to see where she goes. But, you know, it, it, it can go down to some various variables, and it's kind of fucking cool and shit. Um, so I'm, I'm really, I'm fucking enjoying it. I want more of it, and I don't want too much. I'm kind of glad. I think I'm kind of glad. <sighs> They're going down the one episode a week thing. I think that's just something for us to look forward to, and I think it's something that a lot of the companies are doing for financial purposes, because if we had it all, well, you can cancel it all. It's just we can cancel the service, but um, even my friends with Disney Plus are already kind of canceling because they got to wait for more shit. They, one of my friends just canceled. He said, "Man, it's because what are you, what are you, what are you watching on Disney Plus?" And I went, "Honestly, I'm watching some old X Men stuff. I'm watching uh, some old movies. But then honestly, I'm using Hulu more because Hulu has Futurama, it has Rick and Morty, which um, yeah, it has Rick and Morty, it has uh, Seinfeld. That's a few things I'm." I'm a Handmaiden's Tale has a few things that I'm, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on. Sorry, I can sell my tooth. Looking, looking at it. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, just watching all that kind of stuff. and It's just been a fucking blast. I'm glad it's back. I'm glad we waited this long, but I'm glad it's, it's holding up. I'm hoping season two is getting shot soon because I would love to see them do another one. Um, it's just been. Awesome and fucking great to live with that history. I haven't talked to Pernesco about it yet or my friends about it. I've just been fucking really loving it. And, uh, yeah, it's been fucking amazing. I know one of my friends are holding on until the season's over and then they're going to get it. I was like, you just got, you got to get it. Um, anyway, you know, that's just been that, man. You know, and Picard is going where she's going. I can't wait to talk more about it when it's kind of airing more. And hope you guys were all kind of going to be watching it soon. Um, time, two hours time. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just, it's been a fun one. It's been a wild month, like I said. It's all the 3D printing and stuff I talked about, business stuff I talked about. Now I gotta kind of rebuild my shelving system for the office so I can hold a laser, a laser cutter and a few printers and kind of make a maker, maker clean up space and stuff like that. Uh, we shall see. Um, it's been, yeah, it's been wild. But, uh, yeah, I think I might call it here. I think they, uh, yeah, I'm just more distracted. I should be doing some more video game live streaming soon, hopefully. Just got a lot of stuff going on with the uh, stuff. Um, yeah. uh, I, guess, I guess that's about it, man. Oh, I wanted to give, you know, I, um, moment of silence for Kobe Bryant and all the people that have passed away on the plane, the family with uh, the husband and wife and the two kids who passed away also and the mother and daughter that's been fucking rampant the pilot everybody not just Kobe and his daughter I hate that they're fucking Kobe I know Kobe's the biggest name to pass away in that thing but it's just wrong not to give everybody else a moment of fucking solidarity because that's just weird and I, I listen to the air traffic control live feed of what the hell is going on and it sounds like it was mechanical I might be completely fucking wrong but it sounds like it was mechanical that they were dropping that fast that sounds mechanical or anything. Something broke and unfortunately they went down. They said it was a fire. The fire happened and that's what happened inside. But it sounds like it's mechanical in my mind. Um, Bill Burr spoke about it too and he's like he doesn't want to guess what it could be. They're saying it's altitude issue. They're saying it's, it's weather related but I don't know. I'm thinking I'm thinking mechanical. So those planes are taking off and they had them going other routes and stuff like that. 
They were IFRs and they weren't IFR, special IFR, stuff like that. So let's give it a moment. Okay. What is it more for the family and stuff like that? I just want to say my gratitude to that. You know, well, I was a basketball fan and stuff like that, but I didn't know the guy. I didn't met him, never really followed him that much. I met Shaq like three times already, so. But, um, yeah. Um, but anyway, I think I should stop it here because there's so much audio going on on the outside of where my door is. My door is not a solid door, it is a fucking shitty door <laughs> that causes a lot of air and shit to get through. You should put a lot of packing inside of it. Um, anyway guys, thank you all for everything, uh, I hope to do more of these, uh, throughout the weeks, I just, there's not much to talk about until then, but hopefully you can get into a 3D mini printing groove and kind of the laser cutting groove and kind of we can do a weekly talk about all that, and, uh, have some more friends on to talk to, and, uh, looking forward to doing all that and some gaming stuff, and, uh, yeah man, I can't thank you guys enough for always tuning in and, uh, being awesome. Also, if you could do a sh something nice for me, I really would appreciate it. Um, Eric Floyd, who I work with over at, uh, Universal, there I said it, uh, <laughs> uh, it, it does a podcast, it does a third episode now, it is on the Purity Podcast Network, let me pull it up for you, uh, I'm going to put it down below in the description so you guys won't have to do much, and we're going to ask you, if you could give it a listen or give it a share, you do not need to be religious in any way, it is a pretty damn good podcast, pretty well thought out, he works in, um, you know, theater for a long time too. There's a lot of singing and stuff like that. Uh, the Purity Podcast. If you guys want to look that up, I'm going to put the link down below in the description. The Purity Podcast. Again, it's not overly religious and all that shit. It isn't. Isn't. It's just a down to earth fucking talking to people and financial people and stuff like that. Uh, you can give it a share. Give it a like. He's an amazing dude, and he's been really trying. I've been helping him out getting his stuff going. I don't know if it was his podcast angle or whatever. But he'll be on the podcast soon to talk with me about his writing and stuff like that because I find that more fascinating than anything I've become a writer. And he's really, really quiet when I talk to him. Real nice, chill, lovely dude. And I'm glad to help him out anywhere I can. And that's not God telling me to do that. It's just me telling me to fucking be a good person to help people out. So I know how to just start something and not get, not share your knowledge. So don't be a knowledge hog. Fucking share your knowledge where I can. Uh, if he's going to be starting to get a huge page up and stuff going, we talked the other day, but I got to send him a quick email or text message. On what I do, so when this podcast is done today, I'll upload it and we'll get it running so I can kind of show him more. I'm getting the podcast uploaded because he wants to get his numbers kind of up there. But I kind of gave him some insight yesterday on uh, where to put it, how to do it, and stuff like that. So I don't know if I'm his podcast angel, who the hell knows? God's not telling me to do it, I'm telling me to do it. There's nobody in my brain saying you should have no, it's me just being fucking me saying, you know, I've been on that road, I know where it's not like to get help or get guidance. Um, you know, you ask for help, and nobody comes to your fucking aid, it sucks, and then when you're like, please, and they're like, hey, I want to help you, so I don't, I don't believe in doing that, I don't believe in helping somebody where you can, if you're a little knowledgeable more about it, because it's really hurting you, as a person, you should really be fucking helping people out, where you can, um, but yeah, uh, if you can give me a podcast or listen to that, it would be grateful, if you don't want to listen to it, don't, uh, if you just want to, um, you know, share it to a friend who may be religious, or just, somebody who just wants to own a really cool podcast, this last one was pretty cool, he was talking to a 
person that works in the stock market financially. He's got a few companies, but he talks about the stock market now. He tried to get him to say a few things, like about, hey, like, what should I invest in the future and stuff like that. And he was very coy about it, you know, but that's the way stock market is. I got a friend who works for the NYC. He's the same way. Um, they can't, they can only give you so much financial guidance about how to, what to, what to invest in and what not to invest in. It's pretty much, you know, it's a hit or miss market. You really need to know, you know, here's doing really well. He's like, what he's like, metal might be doing really well. Well, People, the stock market is it's it's this it's very very coy on what you should be doing but you don't know what you should be doing it's very fast it's very quick it's very moving here 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 this company's doing well this company's doing so it's kind of like that and stuff like that so um you know just thank you give me a listen if you can that'd be great um you know try to push people out there uh what else do I want to plug for some friend um the Disney thing I'll believe she's Disney thing I could plug that she seems to be doing well. Without that, without me even doing anything, because everybody likes Disney. Um, if you could, just keep listening to this one and just give me a like, a love, a share. You don't need to do any of that if you don't want to. I really don't give a hoot. I let you be a human being. Uh, you know, just thank you guys for as always clicking on the damn play button because it really helps me in the future. Um, I'm going to put some more stuff on the YouTube page, stuff like that. If you like the gaming stuff, let me know. Please, guys, leave me a fucking email or a tweet. Uh, say, man, we like what you did. Um, looking into this, feel free to freaking tweet me out, and I'll tweet it back at you. I'll let you know what printer's good or what, you know, whatever's good. Uh, if you know of some companies that are willing to get help, and uh, let me know, because I've emailed a lot of companies daily, too. Or just a little guidance yourself on how to podcast or whatever. This shit is so fucking easy to do. Uh, anyway, I am going to sign off in just a sec, checking my... Holy crap, 11 gigabytes this, this video is going to be with audio. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, man, do your thing. Love yourselves. Be honest to you. One another, man. Just do, live your fucking best life. Be the best you. Hopefully all your taxes go back good. Hopefully nobody gets audited. Hopefully I don't get fucking audited, but I checked with the thing this year. I'm not going to get audited again. It looks good. But uh, we'll see what happens. And uh, can't wait to talk to you guys in the coming weeks about Picard and the 3D printing stuff. So... I shall say. All right, guys. Oh, uh, uh, yawny. And uh, keep an open mind. Have a great week and a great rest of your month. And I will talk to you guys later. Keep an open mind. Have a good one. See ya. Listening to an Open Mind Industries production. For everything open mind, visit openmindindustries.com. Keep an open mind.